TV. That's what's up. Yeah. So what you just saw there a little bit is like yeah. the intro. I like made an intro, and I'm just like, yeah, oh, this shit. is cool. So when you do watch this, you'll see that there's like an intro beforehand. It's, okay, perfect. Hell yeah. It's 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 not bad. I I'm, it could be better, but whatever. I'm not trying. I I like I like the appeal of doing a podcast, but then I'm yeah. like, fuck. There's so much work to a podcast. I don't want to do. Dude. Well, to make it really good, like yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, like. Like one person who I've seen who it, it seems like really low budget and really easy is uh, you ever watch Skeptic Tank with Ari Shafir? Oh, yeah. It's like really simple. Like he just uh, released a new one and he's like in the green room somewhere. And he says it's just like what is iPhone. Yeah. And then two, like two mics. Yeah. yeah. Two phones. Yeah. yeah. He'll use his iPhone. One, one of the iPhones for recording and then the other one's probably doing the audio. Yeah. Something like that. But it is pretty low budget. Yeah. But there's a lot of us. Uh, movie makers and stuff now that are fucking making movies with like iPhones like the yes. newest iPhones and stuff like yeah because they came out I think with like a commercial or something and it has that shot by iPhone and then it like turned into a meme there's a bunch of like stupid shit and then it would say like shot by iPhone yeah see <laughs> um, what what iPhone do you have I have the um it's not the newest one it's the one right before that so the 12 the 12 the 12 yeah. okay yeah but see that right there is like fucking immaculate right. in your hand exactly like. yeah and the camera is great as fuck the screen is big like because whenever i get a phone i do want to get like the biggest screen and the most uh memory because like when i was younger why the biggest screen though i mean you even told the joke where like it looks so big in yeah. your head. <laughs> honestly um i use my phone for all media like um like youtube um reddit all that shit so like, like if say if something comes out on like Netflix are you watching it on your phone um not really okay. like Netflix and stuff that's all on the TV okay. but like honestly what what I do it's really weird is I, I have the TV playing and I'm just on my phone for the rest of the time like I need that other sound like I become really weird with that like even when I go to sleep I need the TV on with sound but like everything else I, I watch through my phone yeah. pretty much like um because I, I watch like a lot of comedy um, and like and I'm surrounded by comedy all the time. So sometimes I have to like take a break from it. So I'll watch like uh, like there's a few car YouTube channels that I really love and I always watch it on my phone. It's car? Never... Like 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 driving? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What's crazy about that is I love cars, but I don't know how to fix anything on them. Okay. At all. Let, let's talk cars then. Uh, yeah. What, what's, yeah. what's some cars that you are into? Like, uh, okay. So, so. Everyone here is obviously like an American muscle kind of thing. Like, yeah. Have you, have you been a big fan of that? If, if you were to pick American muscle style, what car would you pick? Definitely the 67 Camaro. The 67 Camaro. Yeah, that's um, my mom was born that year. And uh, it's still a, a great car. Wow. Is that the most significance because she was born that year? Maybe you might know a little bit more about the model spec. Or? Well, um, it's mostly uh, because of that year uh, my mom was born. That's her favorite car, too. And when I was really young, um, I was surrounded by, like, the American muscle. Well, not surrounded by it, but, like, my parents love those. So I gravitated to that one. And um, 
Yes, that's a fucking amazing car, man. That shit is, especially that blue one with like the the white on the front. Like this bad boy. Yes. Oh my god. That's, yeah. That's what Jake do. We're learning a lot about Jake. <laughs> exactly. We, didn't, we, we start, just barely started, and I already I could already feel you just looking at this car. Yeah. Man. Okay. So so old classic cars like this, you're into. You like. For sure. Lately, though, um, I have been 100% a Porsche guy. A Porsche? Like, yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Like, my favorite um, Porsche right now, it has to be the GT3. What? Or um, the GT2 RS. The GT3, though, is fucking badass. Like, that's a really nice car, and they're fucking expensive, too, man. But, um, yeah, I've been doing deep dives into Porsches, like, all their, like, specs and everything. This bad boy? Yes, and the shark Jesus. blue, too, that color. Jesus, you actually know a lot more of the cars than I do. That's, <laughs> dope. that's a dope car, though. It is, man. That's that's the dream car right there, for sure, those uh, GT3s. What I look up a lot is, like, them, like, um, like the Porsche racing team. Okay. Like, they'll drive uh, – usually what they drive is, like, um, like the GT3 RSs. So it's like that, but it's more, uh, like, four-track. It's got, like, a bigger wing for, like, the downforce and, like, the handling and everything. Okay. And um, so I'll watch those a lot. But um, the thing that gets me because, you know, there's other cars that are great like that, too, like the Lamborghini and the Ferraris and everything. But the sound that Porsche has is just it's nuts. Like it really the motor is. and stuff. And yes. Just, just revs it. Gets yes. It going. It's so good. And there's I've even been looking at um, it's the Cayenne GTS, which is like the SUV Porsche. Oh God, and the sound it. on that is ridiculous. And it looks really cool, too. Because I didn't used to like the older Cayennes. I, I thought they were kind of ugly. But the ones for 2021 are fucking beautiful. Was it the Cayenne GTS? Yes, yeah. Okay, that that's not bad. That that reminds me of like um, something that Dodge did uh, with the like kind of like the Challenger model, but still had the like back uh, was the Avalanche or something. Yeah, I think it's the uh, Durango or something like that. Because is it the SUV one? Yeah, it's kind of like yeah. an SUV style, but I thought it was uh, from from what Dodge did because uh, I've always liked the Charger as well. The Dodge Charger's Charger, great. And yeah. Because I've liked how much of it, uh, it's such a great muscle car. Yeah. No, wait, no, no, not the Charger. The Challenger. No. Is it the one, the two-door car that Dodge has? The Challenger. Challenger. Yeah. And yeah. that's what I like is how fucking big it is, but yet it's yes. still like a fast fucking car. Dude, that thing is crazy. The thing with the Challengers and the Chargers is they're too big for me and they're too <laughs> fast. Like I, I would like, I feel like I would kill myself in that thing because it's like a tank. Just so much. Yes, it's a lot. Like, um, yeah, I've seen those like up close. I've had friends who had a Challenger before, and that that thing is just massive. It's and, and that's so crazy to think about too because like you're talking about all these cars and stuff, but you're over here driving that Honda Civic <laughs> out there. I'm just like, well, no, good, exactly. no offense on the Honda Civic. No, I mean, yeah. Isn't that one of the most versatile like racing cars? Like you can put so much, like soup it up so much. For sure. Yeah, the there's the, the Civic. Um, I think it's the SI or um, it's like all like souped up, tuned up. It's got the wing. That one looks badass. Okay. It, it does look really cool. But um, it is uh, standard. It's a uh, stick shift. And I know how to drive that, but like it's i would only get a stick shift if i had an automatic already because i i the car i had before this was standard and just in traffic and uphills it, it gets fucking annoying yeah sometimes. you just have to work a little harder yeah pay exactly. attention a little more yeah like i wouldn't be able to because like when i drive now i listen to music a lot so i'm always on my phone spotify and yeah, shit switching. and like it was standard there's no way you could do that shit right swiping left just like i got yeah. this i can do it <laughs> exactly, all <huh>? for real. <laughs> that's sick though 
But no, yeah, I fucking, I, I love cars. I go through phases too. Like a few months ago, I was really into like the Lamborghinis because there's um, like my favorite one is the SVJ, the Aventador, which is the V12. What? It's got a huge motor in it. And that sound is fucking nuts. You see, it's like the sound of certain cars. It gets me and I do like deep dives into them. They're and fucking crazy. Find out more about it and stuff. Yeah. So what do you know that's different from like the, the Subaru engine? Because you know how it's like the boxer engine? How yes. it like kind of like goes to the side and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, because I, I know most American can like like engines that we produce and stuff have like these piston systems that are going like in this kind of direction yeah and subarus are different yeah subarus has like this box engine so that like the, the pistons are literally like side going sideways on each other dude that's fucking wild it's called like a boxer engine i didn't know if you knew a little bit about no that. Uh-uh. i didn't know that they were like different like that that's pretty wild but subaru is japanese right yeah yes dude those japanese cars are crazy like the toyota um they came out with uh, gr6 yes yeah the and then GR. the brz and shit yeah yeah, that shit. I literally saw, like, I was scrolling on my Facebook, and I saw the Toyota GR86, and yeah. they actually based it off of an anime that used to come out, like, uh, back in the day called Initial D. Yeah. Like, it's like you're in the pages of Initial D because it was a drifting anime. It was, oh. it was about, like, drifting and fast cars. Yeah. That's where I learned about, like, a lot of cars because in that anime, they talk about having the Subaru, having to actually change, like, intake manifolds, having to, like, That's wild. do all kinds of, like, real work to the cars, and then yeah. driving. So what they did is like it was kind of like a like nightclub kind of thing where you just like drift in the night in the mountains and yeah shit. it was it was dope though what's like, it called it's called Initial D Initial D dude yeah. that sounds sick it's an old school anime you probably like the animation is kind of blocky and everyone doesn't really like it as much but the yeah. storyline is great and especially if you're into cars that yes. will take your you'll it'll get you into it right away dude for sure I'm gonna have to check that out because I do like the old school like um old school anything like um like the vintage because is it like the old like dragon ball z's yeah kind of exactly yeah like see that. i like stuff like that they make fun of cool. like the way the lips are and stuff like oh, yeah his lips are drawn stupid or something yeah like that. see i'll have to check that out i went through like a phase trying to get into anime because uh my friend matt uh who lives in uh phoenix one of my best friends he loves anime and he's been trying to get me into it a lot and i just i don't know it's i, I just can't do it i tried watching uh, attack on titan and um, it was a little rough, but it's just I, I couldn't really, you know, force myself to get in there. But you have seen some animes, right? Um, some I, I was no. watching. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I watched a little bit of Naruto too, and that got a little bit interesting. But then I kind of gave up on it as well. It's well, uh, of course, it's like over three hundred episodes. Yes, yeah. Well, there's some that are long. Like I remember he was watching. My friend was watching uh, One Piece. Yeah, and I guess there's a shit ton yeah, of episodes. Over eight hundred episodes. See, yeah. that's a fucking commitment. That's, <laughs> well, yeah, too. I get, I can kind of get that too, especially starting like younger. Like yes, I used to watch anime as like cartoons as well. You oh, know, like, okay. Like Sunday morning or Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah. Shit like that, but it was more like anime based. Yeah, like I remember. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that. I remember too. It's so weird because uh, I didn't really have like cable and stuff really later on in my life. I was yeah, kind of like basic TV kind of dude. Yeah, but uh, on Telemundo in oh, the shit. morning, they actually had like four anime shows really? dubbed in Spanish. Oh shit! But it was anime, and that was like the cool like watch anime on yeah. Telemundo. That's wild. So that's how I kind of got introduced to it at a younger age too. Yeah, my dad's like a Mexican, and he speaks nothing but Spanish. So oh, that's what's up. There's always yeah. like you know like you know a novella or fucking yeah. some kind of cop drama going on in Spanish. Yeah, my grandma used to watch the novellas all the time. Like she would like be like, "Shut up, we're gonna, I'm gonna watch this." Like nobody could talk during that yeah, shit. The novellas. Yeah, <laughs> that shit is wild. And then I remember like trying to like understand it because. It seemed like she was so into it, so I wanted to know what it was. But like Spanish, like um, 
my dad speaks fluent Spanish. My sister does too. Like I can, I took Spanish in high school, so I could pick up words here and there. Sometimes, if I'm lucky, I'll know the subject of what they're saying. Yeah. But for the most part, I really don't. It is something that I would like to learn, though. It's it's, it's a great fucking language. It really is. It's a little, it's kind of cool. I mean, it's not the greatest, but <laughs> it's it's dope because like of the opportunities you get with it. Yeah, because like that's the that's the biggest thing. My advantage I've had is like I work with a lot of Hispanic people. Yeah. They only speak Spanish. Oh, okay. So like, there's a lot of times where like they literally just like on hell can you come translate and yes like, that uh, uh that's, what are you doing this to me for <laughs> yeah <laughs> why don't we all speak spanish <laughs> right <laughs> i worked in a, a pharmacy for a little bit i was a pharmacy tech and uh, it's um, all coming together now <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> but like uh i remember because i worked in the south valley and like multiple times a day i would have to ask for like translations because people uh, would only speak spanish yeah but um yeah exactly i was like uh, can you help me yeah. uh, Jose? That's crazy. <laughs> but, so you're you're a pharmacist i was a pharmacy tech uh like, for a little like, bit like uh someone like back at walmart walgreens yeah like that. yeah so um the pharmacist is uh i what i initially wanted to go all the way and do but um that's like eight years of school I went to Pima for uh, pharmacy tech. It was Aww. like, yeah, it was like eight oh, months. Did, did you get that little like a scrub and yep. it says Pima? Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> I still so have cool. them. Yeah. Dude, it was it was wild. That that job is uh, very depressing. It really is. What, what's the worst part about it? So like, like people will come in and like, so there's a, a drug. It's called uh, a, a blood thinner. It's for people who have clots and everything. And uh, the generic for it is warfarin. And so a lot of insurances, especially like Medicaid and Medicare, they're going to cover warfarin. But if warfarin doesn't work for these people, they have to get a different type of blood thinner. And a lot of the times the insurance won't cover it. So it'll be a drug like Xarelto or something. And the script will be like a thousand dollars for them. And they're like, I can't afford this, but I need it to like live. I would have people crying, like saying like, I need this drug. And there was nothing I could do about it. And that would happen like multiple times. And I was just like, I I can't do this. So, so it puts you in this spot where you're just like, you see all these people that don't have the financial gains for these medications. And I'm the bad guy. I'm the one that is telling them, well, I can't do anything about it. And it sucks. It's terrible. That that does kind of suck too, because I mean, it's not like you can like give it to them. Yeah, exactly. Like I would fucking get fired if I, because I've thought about that too, just fucking giving it to them because people were like in tears and I'm like, I, I, I can't, you know, it's a, it's a rough job. It really is. And, um, how long did you do it for? Did it for about six months, six, seven months around there. Okay. It wasn't a full year, but, um, yeah, I quickly knew that that was not what I wanted to do. So I was stuck with a bunch of fucking Pima debt and still paying that off. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I have been looking at, uh, going back to school as well. Um, I kind of want to go for like biology or anthropology, something like that. Get a bachelor's. I don't know why when you're you're talking about all these fucking cars, yeah, dude. <laughs> exactly. You can go for a, a mechanics thing. I mean, so is it? Is it? Is it? Do you like mechanics or is it just like fuck that? I just like driving the car. I think it's just like driving. Yeah. Because like my dad is the one who knows everything about cars. He does all the work on mine, and um, you know I could learn from him. He he could teach me, but I just don't have like the interest for it. I don't know what it is, but I think. You know, I would fucking drive. I would love to be a fucking race car driver as fucking juvenile right. as that sounds. Yeah. But I would love to do it. It'd be fucking awesome. I think driving it is the the best part. Like one thing that I've really been wanting to do is uh, to rent a Tesla 
and drive that shit. I've never been in a Tesla. I've never driven yeah, one. Supposedly, it's amazing. Exactly. Well, I've, I've never driven in it either. But dude, they're so sick. The the Tesla Plaid, uh, it hits zero to sixty in like two point three seconds, yeah, in, like, which is impossible. nuts. I would literally race everybody on the like on the freeway. Just <laughs> exactly. Be like, just like just if you have a badass Mustang and you're making noise, just <laughs> zoom past them, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Let me let me let me clarify the sound they make. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There you go. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Dude, they had problems uh, when they had first came out because they literally made no sound and uh, they they had to change it to make some type of sound because yeah. like merging traffic, all merging kinds traffic, of stuff, yeah. pedestrians, yeah, all that shit. Like, oh, my God. What was that? Yeah. Like and another wild thing about them, too, is if you're driving them, you don't really have to press the brake. It's like this weird physics thing to where if you let up off the gas, it automatically breaks. Like, it's the weirdest thing. Like, there, I follow the subreddit, and there's people that say, when i gone back to driving gas, I've actually hit somebody because I forget that I have to press the brake. So it's like, I looked it up, and it's something past what I can understand, <laughs> but it's some, like, It's physics. an Elon thing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know, but that's fucking cool. So, <laughs> so I, That's pretty sick, though. I'm pretty sure that he's designed it so well that yeah. if, like... Again, once you start letting go or you put the gas, the pressure of whatever brake system is. Because yes. Isn't there different types of like brake systems? I think there is. There's like air type brakes and there's yeah, like empty. Uh, oh, there's yeah. Seat. I wish we were badass. I know, me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's uh, fucking crazy. Yeah, no, fucking Elon, dude. I heard, like, he has, like, a room at the Tesla factory. He doesn't even go home. He I just sleeps there. Like, every Tesla factory, I bet. Yeah, exactly. Where is that? Well, there's one um, that they're building, and I think it's in, like, Austin. Yeah, or Texas. Is like, it's, like, so long. Like, I think it's, like, a mile long, almost. Like, there's a video of somebody driving, and they're driving for a long-ass time, and they're still passing it. Like, um... Fuck, I don't know where it's at. It's, I think it's in Austin or something, yeah. but it is a huge building. And I think it's still being built, but it's massive. Because I think Austin and then the other one was the one in Shanghai or whatever. It's like the Gigafactory. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. I know they have one in Berlin already. And there's really? another one somewhere, but I just don't know exactly. I, I, I wish I followed Tesla News as well, too, because like there's so much shit going on with them. Like There is. They're inventing solar panels that could like yep. totally do better for the environment he just sent all those starlings to uh ukraine, ukraine. Yeah. that shit is nuts man that's a big a, a huge fucking innovation as well because like people who live out in ranches like way out and even in new mexico and stuff they'll be able to get high speed internet yeah which is fucking great like when i was younger um my cousin's uh grandma she wasn't related to me she was through um his mom uh, she lived out in uh, you know where uh laguna new mexico is yeah she lived like an hour past it and uh, it was like a ranch. And I remember going there and no cell phone, service, no, no cell service, nothing. Maybe a landline. That's yeah, it, right? maybe. Yeah, I don't even remember. But pro I, I think there was a landline, yeah. yeah. But they had like an outhouse, no plumbing or anything like yeah. that. It was it was wild. Um, Good old homesteading. Right, exactly. I follow a homesteading subreddit. And that's um, <laughs> interesting We're going to go through all the subreddits. Right? Jake, pull out your phone. Let's just go list by list of the subreddits. Exactly, man. dude. It is interesting as fuck. I follow some fucking wacky subreddits, bro. Reddit is the greatest place yeah, of all, it's so That's literally... Dude, that's how everyone gets together. Like, look, yeah. at, look at what happened to the fucking uh, Wall Street thing. 
Yeah, that's the, true. The, the, the GameStop all, thing? Yeah, they all came through Reddit, dude. Yep, that's exactly. so crazy. Dude, I think Reddit is my favorite social media. Um, Twitter used to be my favorite when uh, Twitter was in its, like, heyday, like, back in, like, a little bit before 2016. Twitter used to be wild. Okay. It used to be insane. The Wild West. 100%. Dude, now it, it, yeah. yeah, now it's, it's, it's different. It's commercialized. Yeah. So much like, oh, you can't do this or you yeah. can't post this. And see, I didn't even like Instagram much either, but um, since I started comedy, I, uh, you know, got back into it made sure i can post and and all that stuff but and that's one of like the easiest avenues too just to get seen yeah like exactly everybody's trying to like you know get seen but yeah i think instagram is probably a pretty vague one yeah that like every like if you throw a picture up and you put like a couple hashtags yeah then it becomes more readily available to everyone on there exactly compared to like a facebook friend or true even twitter like i still think twitter kind of has this thing where it's like a like a like a webbing of people like you know these people then you follow these people yeah then you post something and then it goes that far yes yeah no definitely yeah and then with instagram it works really good too because when i look up like a uh, tattoo ideas i put like neck tattoo hashtag and thousands of fucking pages come hey. up i find new people it's and you crazy. could probably put like spe- that's a pretty good idea like you yeah. probably put specific like hashtag finger tattoos yeah and then all of them are just finger tattoos exactly for, for inspiration and stuff like that yeah same thing with like uh with the cars and everything i'll put porsche like gt3 rs gt2 rs and it's just all those nice. it's fucking great and then that's where I, how i find like the car channels and stuff but um yeah i that's uh one of my like two of my favorite uh youtubers are uh tj hunt uh he what he does is he um like lately what he got is um rx7 and he got the veil side uh wide body kit you know the the car that han has in uh, tokyo drift yeah he's uh rebuilding that and then uh he also uh he did uh the mustang from tokyo drift he put a rb26 motor in it and uh yeah he is one of my favorite car youtubers he has like a wide body uh, Lamborghini Huracan, which is fucking dope. Yeah, that see that Huracan, that shit is that Lamborghini is my favorite one of his cars. That shit is so nice. Interesting. Yeah, he is one of my favorite. He also uh, drifts really good too. He's yeah. um, I think he he posted a video now and he's out in um, in I believe Miami, somewhere's in Florida, and they're um, out there drifting and like competitions and stuff. But yeah, see, he has the the Dino Day for the RB twenty six motor with the Mustang. Oh, like he's he's like so sick. Him and then there's another guy. His name is Stradman, and uh, his I like his channel a lot because he has a lot of exotic cars. Like he has a Bugatti Veyron. He has um, like three Lamborghinis. He just bought a Countach. Like he's another cool one. His energy you got to kind of get used to it a little bit. What is his name again? Uh, Stradman. Stradman. Yeah. Yeah, he is uh, cool as shit. And then one thing I like about him is he always puts these wild colors on his car. Like he has a Viola Parsife uh, Ferrari, which is like a dope ass purple, and um, and it's like a four five eight too. Like you never see a Ferrari like in wild colors. Like he he goes all out with with shit like that. Yes, this guy. Like uh, he also bought a Safari Porsche, which is like I think it's like a 1980 something Porsche, and it has the um, it, it's got a lifted kit, so it like goes you can go out in the dunes in it and oh, shit. shit. It is so but it sick. Still looks like a Porsche. Yeah, that's sick. See those older Porsches too are so fucking nice. One uh, that I saw yesterday, I think it was like a '67 uh, Porsche. Like uh, I, don't, I don't I don't know if it was a 911 or something, but that was a beautiful fucking car. Yeah, like those things are sick. You always see some of those gems too when you're just driving down the road and you're you just do. like, hey, damn, this guy took care of it or he just like restored it or yes. damn, this is like 
this is this is a good model car for sure well there was a i don't know if they still have it but there was like a huge car show here it was called the super nationals and they would have a ton of anywhere from exotics to classics to like uh, foreign, everything, foreign right. everything. It was so sick that we used to go every year to that when I was a lot younger. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because my dad loves cars and he would take us there and to monster trucks. Those were the two events. Monster, yeah, you have monster trucks. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I was looking up videos <laughs> on how to drive them, and I was like, I can't even climb into that fucking thing. It's so like, bad. Those things are are wild. That's a funny joke right there. It is. <laughs> As a kid, we always wanted to be monster truck drivers. Turns out I can't even get in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or like at my size, my Civic is basically a monster truck. Something know, like yeah, that. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get in a Jeep. It's a monster truck. Right. <laughs> yeah, those Jeeps are nice too, man. Yeah, that, that's what the beautiful thing about like all vehicles. I love, I'm not like a big picky guy. I'm not just like, oh, these, this car is better than other cars. Like, yeah. It's like, I hate when people have those things too or just like, they wouldn't pick a Ford over a Dodge or they yeah. wouldn't pick like, you know, a one muscle car over the other because like, oh, I'm a true fan of just this brand. Yeah, exactly. Like even the American muscle heads like kind of annoy me too. like, oh, I'm just about that. If you get a, a Ford and you're a Ford, pussy. Yeah. Yeah. Or Chevys or Chevys. And, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's cars, man. Fucking they have both, an open mind. They're dope. I mean, they're yeah, dope. All of them, dude. Like. An, a Ford I would get would be a Mustang. Mustangs are t- no the the new Ford GTs. Have you seen those? Well, Dude, find out. So it's a new Ford GT. Yeah, it's the 2021 Ford GT, and that shit looks. It's like it's basically an exotic. That thing is so nice, and it's like two three hundred thousand dollars, I think. But um, it is a beautiful car, and it has a V8, I believe. So the sound on that car is just ridiculous. Jesus, what is this, Batman's vehicle? <laughs> exactly. Jesus Look at that. Christ, that's crazy. That shit is so beautiful, man. It's like a, I don't know, $300,000 car, something like that. But those are really nice. That would be one Ford I would get. And then a Chevy I would get is those new uh, C8 Corvettes. Okay. I've seen a few of them here. There, I think um, some dude who like either works or probably owns Revel He's always there in a red uh, C8. And he has one? Yes. Oh, and there's also uh, the Model Y Tesla there. It's like those two. It's like a Model Y and then the the um, C8. Okay. But those Model Ys, I think if I were to ever get a Tesla, the Model Ys, the this SUV ones, I think that's what it would be. The, model, like, the, the way it looks? Yeah. And on top of it is just the safety for it. Because I learned that Teslas, the SUVs, are some of the safest cars to ever be made because the battery pack is on the bottom and it's so heavy so those cars don't flip over. Oh, okay. Like, you know how there's those car tests, the crash tests, where it's like the car sideways and it's on that thing and it stops and flips? Yeah. It doesn't flip. Like literally, yeah, they do it so many times. Like. Yes. Yeah, it is crazy. But, you know, that's like, that's a dope one. I want a white one with the black wheels. That shit is so nice. Nice. That'd be sick. And even like the performance one on those, I think it hits zero to 60 in like three point something seconds. Yeah, that's like faster than most fucking sports yeah, it's cars. faster than my car. Yeah, yeah. See? Like even like the the Tesla semi, it hits zero to sixty in five seconds. That is faster than my car. Yes, yeah, like dude, those semis and that takes initial that takes things that you need exactly. Like, that, like you can just imagine when the future comes more along, where it's like yeah. literally Ukraine crisis or anything. Like they can get those yep. things there faster than an actual 
Well, a human could drive it too, but yeah, but like it's faster, like yeah. basically. And it's so weird watching videos of those semis driving because you're so used to seeing a semi and it takes a while to get there, but that thing takes off. Yeah. It's like a weird like glitch in your head seeing how fast that huge fucking thing is. That's pretty sick, dude. That's the fucking future. Fucking tanks on Tesla powered shit, like tanks just fucking going through. Well, I. Uh, Oh, okay. I don't want to go too far into this because I still want to stick with the cars right now. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, the Ford released the two, uh, the new Mach-E, right? It's oh, called? yes, and the Mach-E. And it's almost exactly like the Tesla model. Like, Yeah. But it, it's supposed to be like the Mustang, right? Yes. It's supposed yeah. to be the Mustang of it, but electric car. Exactly. I've seen um, I've seen one here. It was like downtown one night at Founders. Yeah. And that car is beautiful. That's it crazy. is fucking nice. I, I think a Boozy has one of those too. Really? Yeah. Damn. But those Machis are fucking nice. I, I don't know how fast they are either. I gotta check that out. Yeah. But um, yeah, those are beautiful. I would like to have one of those. I love how that happened too. I guess uh, Tesla kind of just said fuck it, and they just released the battery patent instead of like having yeah. to go through like this whole thing of like. You guys have to figure it out yourself. Speaking yeah. of cars out there. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Especially living right here, you hear all that fucking shit all the time. It's yeah. Like, God damn it. You're so you probably hear a lot of the planes, too. The airport isn't yeah, that far yeah, from here. Yeah. yeah. And the stadium, too. Like, when oh, they have, like, true. shit going on, like, yeah. <laughs> go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yep. like, oh, <laughs> That's fucking wild. I haven't been to a fucking professional game. Well, a college game here in a long time. Okay. I used to go to the Isotopes quite a bit. Yeah. But. Cause I like baseball. If I, like, I don't like sports at all, but I'll watch baseball. Baseball's, Baseball's the one you're into. Cool, yeah. Well, like, I mean, you're into fighting too, right? That's like everyone's kind of go to. It's it uh, in a in a sense boxing mostly. Yeah, um, boxing's it. tight. Anytime, like Floyd Mayweather is, um, he's always great to watch. You'll just he watch is it, yeah. So good. But other than that, it, it kind of depends. Because I'm a big I, UFC fan, so that's why I like. You are know, you? I, yeah. I heard there's like a fight tonight yeah, or something. Yeah. Col- Colby Covington and Uzm or um. Jorge Masvidal. Masvidal, I know who that is. Yeah, yeah, the guy that knocked out Ben Askren in like yes. less than five seconds. Yes, the yeah. knee that was hurt around the world. See, dude, UFC is so fucking brutal, man. Yeah. That is a wild fucking sport to watch. But that's what's so crazy too is it's like it's a sport that if you're pretty good at one or the other thing, you yeah. might be able to win. Like you know, they have this thing where it's like, oh, this guy's a stand-up guy. He knocks people out. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you have somebody like like Hoist Gracie come into play, and he's just like, yeah. oh, I just get you in chokes and maneuver yeah, you, and you're, d- yeah, and you're done. Like, yeah, I love that aspect of it too. It's like there's so much more than just beating the hell out of somebody. Yes, it's more technical. Want, yeah, if you wanted to do that, but yeah, compared yeah. to boxing, that is like more of like you have to be fast and you have to yes, hit hard. That's true. Yeah, boxing. I think like it's the thing with boxing that I like is it's it seems more like. I don't know the word, but like, I guess elegant and put together. Like, it's not like you're not going to see some dude almost fucking die. Like with UFC, like all the blood and everything. Like, yeah, boxing gets brutal. Um, but like, I don't know. I, I get weird watching <laughs> shit like that. Like, I'm like, fuck. Cause I've, I've had my ass beaten a few times and just watching that shit. Like it's, it's rough. Like, yeah. but I have friends who fuck it. All of my friends love UFC, love sports as well. I'm like the only one who kind of really doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially you're probably the guy who's just like, Hey, I'll, I'll chill and watch it with you yeah, guys, but I'm not exactly. Just- you're not dedicated enough to follow the teams or anything. Yeah, like that. for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cause, um, I don't know. I never got into it. I think what a lot of it was is like, 
Um, I remember being real young and I would have relatives who were really into like football and they would be screaming at the TV and I was like, it's it's a game. Like it's on TV. (laughs) It's not that serious. I remember that from a young age. I'm like, why why get into that? So I think ever since then I never really did. But like, you know, rugby is a fucking wild sport to watch. Like if that's on, I'll fucking watch that. But, um. It depends with sports. And then another thing, too, I can never play sports. Like, there was a point where I thought I did want to play sports. You look like an amazing jockey. Yeah. <laughs> I could probably do that. You yeah. know, that would probably be fun. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's, that's where it's at. I that heard, would be cool. I hear they party crazy, too. Dude, for real. Yeah. <laughs> like, on uh, It's Always Sunny yeah. <laughs> with the bills and everything. Yeah, exactly. I could party like a jockey, for sure. <laughs> it all makes sense, dude. Right? <laughs> it's all like the pharmacist, yep. the jockey. <laughs> for real. Yeah, it was... I've had a... Wild twists and turns in life. But man. yet you're like, what, 20? I'll be 25 at the end of March. 25. Yeah. Jeez, and you look 30 times older than I do. Yeah, exactly. It's the beard, man. That's it's so crazy. crazy. Yeah. That's why that was another reason why I grew it, too, is because I, I always I wanted to look older. Like, without the beard, dude, I look 15. Like, <laughs> like I look young as shit. Like, my sister, she's, uh, I think, three years older than me, and she still looks very fucking young. Like, it's, it's a wild thing. But, um, yeah, the beard shit. I love it. <laughs> That'd be cool to see, though. Like I, like I was saying, like, just, yeah. just one time, dude. Just get it off. Just yeah. See it one time, dude. Dude, I'm You know right. what they say, dude. It just grows back. It always yeah. grows back. Well, what I've been thinking of doing um, is uh, not completely shaving it, but, like, trimming it to where it's just on my face. It doesn't kind of hang down. Yeah. Cause, like um, a douchebag. Yeah, exactly. Because, <laughs> <laughs> dude, it gets it gets very annoying. Like, now I'm thankful that, like, the mask thing is done. So, I because they used to have, like, a dent. Like, I still kind of do. But like that used to get it all messed up. Or but, um, yeah, like I've I've always seen people that put have a beard or like a really thick beard and they have yeah. a mask on. But yet the beard is like there's still like yeah. air. Yeah, you yeah. can still see that there's a bunch of air pockets exactly. that can go through it. So I was like, yep. well, this makes no sense. There's no point to it. But you you don't have like all of this all covered up and stuff. You're like kind of like bald in this like upper lip area. And yeah, the, only towards the bottom. Yeah, like down here, that's where I've always wanted to grow it, but it's like genetic. My dad doesn't have that. Um, like. All of my relatives, they have beards and they don't have that like covered. And I want it because the thing is that's good about beards that a lot of people don't talk about is if you break out, it's hidden. But right here, you'll still see the breakouts. And Uh, I fucking hate that. You dealt with it before? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's where I break out mostly is like on my chin and shit. And I fucking uh, annoys the shit out of me. So I've always wanted that. But the thing that gets me so annoyed with it is when I'm eating, I will get the hair in my mouth, and it's fucking gross. It's disgusting. I hate it. So I've been thinking about trimming it, but, you know, we'll see. I'm very attached to it. Very <laughs> attached. How, uh, well, when did it start to come in? Uh, right when I stopped going to high school. Um, I got my GED, but I was it was like uh, 11th grade. And when I stopped going in, I started just growing it out. Just like he's he's uh, he's a man now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it mostly started from just like degeneracy, if that's a word. Yeah, like I wasn't going anywhere, no school, nothing. So I was like, fucking let it grow. And I was like, oh, this is pretty sick. I like it, so I kept it. <laughs> it's crazy how like it, it has as times change. It like changed the meaning. Like when you're older, back in the day, you had a wise beard. You yeah. were like a wise young man. Yep. You, you had all this beard, <laughs> but then you get older, and times like like in the present time, you have a beard. You're just like. A douchebag. Oh, yeah. Hip, <laughs> this hipster dude that yeah. just wants a beard or like, yep. <laughs> or you're homeless, you know, something yeah. has nothing to do with knowledge anymore. No, And that's what all. it used to be like, oh, this is so knowledgeable. It's a right? big beard and like, yeah. <laughs> it's been around for so long. Dude, real shit. I know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I've I've wanted one too because uh, my dad had one. And then when I was in uh, the tenth grade, uh, my favorite teacher, he was a chemistry teacher. He had a really long beard, and I remember seeing him. I was like, I want one one day. Yeah. And um, shit. Right, got it. old scientist, dude. Right, dude, See? for real. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. I remember my old scientist teacher had one to Mr. Davies. It's like yeah. Physical. Bald. Yeah. He was bald. <laughs> but let me tell you, enough hair down there, he could just swipe it up there. If yep, he exactly. <laughs> Dalia has this bit where there's a guy like with a long beard and like bald. He's like, you look like you just woke up today and was just like, like uh-huh. that. And I was like, for real. Like, it's such a fucking stupid observation, but that shit made me laugh. It's that's fucking so, funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, Dalia's um, crowd work, because I never used to watch Dalia at all. But it was Tyler who told me, he was like, dude, you need to see his crowd work. And I looked it up, and I was like, holy shit, this dude is a fucking, like, genius when it comes to crowd work. Yeah. He is so good with it. Like, that's who I've been watching a lot lately. I've watched all his fucking um, crowd work videos, stand-up videos and shit now. Because, right. like, I barely, like, I knew who he was, but I never, like, really got into him or anything. But, um, yeah, that dude is. See, that's what sucks, too, is, like, he, was, uh, he, uh, he is awesome. I like his comedy. He's yeah. funny. But then he got in controversy. Yeah, exactly. See, then, then, then are you that weirdo that likes Crystalia now? Yeah, <laughs> for real. Did you yeah. have you ever seen the show Workaholics? I have. Yes. Okay. Have you ever seen the episode with him on it? I haven't, but I know what you're talking about. He's I a pedophile in that episode. That's <laughs> exactly. like two years before everything happened, yeah. dude. That's perfect typecasting. Wild. Jesus dude, Christ, it's insane. I I had read. Um, I think he was talking about it or something. Because you know how there was that whole controversy with him and Albuquerque. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I remember that too. Well, he was saying he was like, I got a movie like right after that, and he was like, all right, so where are we going to be filming it? And they were like, it's in Albuquerque, and he was like, 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 so sketched out because he had to come back to this place, like he, like where everybody hates him. Yeah. But uh, I don't know what movie it was for. But he was like, wow, you know that would happen to me. <laughs> but fucking a man. See, but that's that's a, another crazy thing that we're that's pretty cool. We can get into is like the comedy scene here. Yes. It's like we don't have a comedy club. No. But yeah. we have movie industry here. Yes. So big time actors, big time comedic actors come yeah. here to make movies. Yep. They're sitting in their hotel room. Yeah. And they're just like, fuck it. I guess it looks like I'm going to take a plane back to L.A. to go do comedy. Yeah. Because my movie doesn't start until another three days or something, you know? Exactly. Yeah. But if we had that established like comedy club here, we mm. probably would see bigger names. For sure. Hanging out with us. Yeah, exactly. That would be the thing. Because, like, I was talking with uh, Zach Bennett uh, one night at Rebel, and there's, like, comedy clubs where he's at. And he was like, yeah, I have opened for Ari Shafir for yes, Stanhope yeah. and shit like that. I think he said Stanhope. I think. Maybe not. But I remember him saying <laughs> Ari Shafir, and I was like, holy shit, that's, like, one of my favorites. Yeah. And, dude, that would be so cool. Because if we had a comedy club here, it would be a stop on all the tours. Mark Norman would come here. Sam Arill, Fucking. They kind of did. Um, I don't know if you remember there was like a comedy thing going on. I remember like hearing Santa about Anna. that. Well, before okay, so I don't know. See, I don't know either because I'm kind of still kind of new. This yeah. is barely my like third year into like, oh, the okay. comedy scene and stuff as well. Yeah. But when I first started, there was actually this thing at the Santa Ana Casino called the uh, the stage. Yes. Yes, I've heard about that. So there, they had big names go up. Yeah, Dave Attell was there. Dave, uh, Mark Norman was there before. No shit, really? Uh, he did a show with Joe List before. Fucking a. Um. So there's been some big names that go there. Yeah. Um. But um. They actually used our uh, com- comics as host. See, that's for those fucking there. dope. So that's already like some kind of avenue of that kind of sense. Like, hey, this yeah. is a good local comic. He could introduce this national comic, and then maybe yeah. 
gain a relationship or whatever publicity. See, that would help us out so much because the thing with the scene here is there is a shit ton of great talent here. Like, especially like a lot of the people that were on the guild last night or um, just like there's so many comedians here who I could see fucking just being that level of Mark Norman and fucking like, or they know. are, but they're just not noticed yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's true. And we can just, I don't want to brag, but I mean, Sarah Kennedy has so many fucking TV credits and stuff that I it know. makes like, why isn't she famous? Yeah. Same thing with Jess Wood. Exactly. Jess yep. Wood has been on so many things like, oh man, it blows me away. It does. I know Jess, like I come to her a lot for advice. She is, um, she is so fucking funny. Yeah. She is awesome. Well, she man. knows. She's again. That's that's the cool thing about being in the scene so long. And yeah, knowing all this stuff. Yeah, like I, I love um like like Josh and Zach. They yes. know a lot and they have a lot of great like insight and stuff. But yes. then you hear something different from like something from like Royal or something yeah. from like you know like Jess or something. Yeah, or even like uh you know when comics come from out of state and then they end up becoming friends like um. What was that guy's name? Neil Rubinstead? Or oh, whatever. yeah. I never met him, but I know I didn't meet him about. either, but look how Carla became friends with him like that. Yep. And he's like a pretty, like, he's got decent following. Like, yeah. he goes, does some stuff. Kurt Fletcher. Kurt Fletcher, yes. He's another yeah. one. He goes out there and does so much, and that's like. For sure. Different insight and yeah, input. Yeah, uh, Kurt is, I think he's headlining uh, Stir Crazy in Phoenix soon. Okay. And um, I fucking love Phoenix. Phoenix is great. My uh, friend lives out. I'm going to Phoenix soon, too, just to go visit my friend. But um, it'll be like a weekend, so there's probably not much open mics and shit. Yeah, I was thinking of doing that, but that's what happens to me. So usually every year during um, Labor Day weekend or Memorial Day weekend, what, which one's in September? Uh, Labor Day. So during that weekend, they have an anime con in uh, Arizona. That's four days. Oh shit! And I usually get one day, an hour slot to yeah. do a comedy show. Oh shit! Yeah. And, and last year I took Jared. I took. Well, I wanted to take. Tyler, Robert, Caleb, and Jared. Yeah. But everybody flaked on me. Really? The only one that came was Jared. Oh, shit. So Hell we yeah. had to fill a whole hour yeah. with just me and him. <laughs> like, it was crazy. Oh, like an hour spot? Yeah. Oh, We had shit. to do a whole hour show because, like, the, the 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 con goes on throughout the whole day. Yeah. And then there's, like, a – you can go to, like, a – like a, they give you a booklet. And then yeah. there's different rooms where things are going on. Like, you can go into this room and there's, like – comic book illustration 101 you can go learn how to make a comic book in an hour or like yeah you can go learn how to sew or you can go talk about your favorite comic books or go talk there's a bunch of different stuff going on in different rooms right yeah and it happens every hour and then they change and then something different happens in another room yeah so we got a slot to do it for one hour in one of the rooms and yeah we were like we're gonna do a comedy show yeah 10 minutes each dude we're gonna all be there (laughs) dude it was just me and jared we both probably we both together probably did like maybe like 30 minutes like we both God together damn. and then yeah. we just like riffed off the crowd and then like oh that's cool we had the the cards against humanity idea too oh really so we were doing that perfect that's what was it a good crowd there it was fun and that that was the cool thing about it too is like it's kind of like it's kind of like an open mic kind of thing because yeah. people are passing by your door and stuff and they're like what's going on in here oh cool and once they start seeing it it starts getting crowded there's more people uh, yeah at one point there was like at least like 75 people in there really yeah and then the room sat like 90 so oh it shit. was almost filled like we was like it, it was a dope little spot dude that's what's up i didn't know they did shit like that at, at those types of things that's fucking cool you could think of think of like anywhere now though like yeah you've seen it now like you see Christian go to fucking poetry mics. Yeah. <laughs> exactly the Los Lunas ones. You can do it everywhere, anywhere. Yeah, that's true. I went on Tuesday um at uh Knob Hill Lizard Tale. It was like a music open mic and uh I went with Christian 
And that was one of the best fucking sets I had that week. It was fucking great. Because sometimes what I like about those uh, like crowds is they've never seen anything I've done. So I do all the old shit. Yeah. And it fucking it, it kills. It was great. And then I went to Juno and bombed after that. But That's how it goes. <laughs> exactly. That's a, a thing that I do lo- like about comedy too is the ups and downs. It keeps you on your toes. Yeah. Like you have to be ready for everything. Yeah, you love your highs because yes. it's, it's just – it's. I mean I don't know uh, – I guess maybe this is in my personal opinion. I'm not to that level yet where my highs have been better than my lows. Yes. Yeah. I'm still kind of swinging a miss a lot. Yeah. yeah but that. that's what I feel, though, is like those highs are making me strive to make sure I don't get those lows as much. Yes. Like yeah. I, I don't want to keep God. Like I, I killed last time. How can I not do it this time? Come on. Let's go on. Exactly. Now. I just that motivation and shit. Well, and the other thing, too, is a lot of the rooms here are really hard. Like, uh, the mics are hard. Sometimes, like, the crowd's just not into it. Like, I was talking with uh, with Jess about this yesterday because she just did, um, like, a show in uh, Tucson. And it was at a comedy club. And she was like, you forget how hard we have to work here in these rooms. You go to a comedy club and these people are ready to fucking laugh. And that's something I've never performed in a comedy club or anything. And sometimes the rooms here are tough. Like, there was, um, I don't remember... Uh, which day it was but it was like because i had jokes that i know fucking worked and just nothing hit that's, um, how, that's how it does man. dude for real like you just never know man that's and, it. yeah <laughs> like it's crazy because you think okay there's a lot of people here they're fucking gonna be ready they want to hear the my good joke yes exactly <laughs> and fucking nothing. it's not a good it's, joke Dude, now you know. Now you know how I feel about my fucking binary rapping coach. (laughs) Dude, I love that one, dude. (laughs) Because I've done it so many times that the the highs I've done it. I've done it once, like a couple times, where just killed. Everyone's laughing. Caleb comes up to me. He's like, "That's how you do it, all hell. That's how you do it." (laughs) And then I try the same exact thing at an even bigger crowd, hyper people. Like, oh my god, the Gong Show is gonna love this shit. Yeah, and it doesn't. Oh, it's horrible. It's, it's crazy how that shit works. Such a punch to the crotch, man. It sucks. Like um, that. Uh, I don't know if you saw my set uh, yesterday at uh, First Fridays, but that last joke I have about the Ten Commandments. I've done that joke and it is fucking murdered. But like, there has been a few times where that joke just falls flat, and it did yesterday. That's when uh, you talk about like he should have he fucked up, right? He's yeah, like, like he didn't oh, tell the priest, priest not to diddle yeah, kids and yeah. shit. Yeah, like um, because I didn't even think that one was gonna be good, but I said it at Caleb's mic, and they all fucking loved it. And I was like, hell yeah, I'm gonna use this, and people liked it. But it's like a lot of like. You don't know if there's going to be Jesus people in the yeah, audience. And so, miss, yeah. so it's that one's a rough one. So I made the decision. I was like, I'm going to do that one at the end of my set because I don't want to have to dig myself up out of a hole. Yeah. So, so that one, whenever I say it, it usually has to be like at the end, just in case I can get off there and fucking just dip. So, but, um, and, but that's the thing, too, is we have to remember the rules of comedy. Like we have to start on a high note and end yes, on a high note. Exactly. That's and it, true. And and like that's where like we have those well polished jokes. And yes. then the in between is where we're like, oh hey, raping. Hey, <laughs> yeah, dumb exactly. stuff. <laughs> like I feel it, yeah. And then um yeah, like another thing I've been doing is uh trying to do is like I start off with written, end with written, and then try to do crowd work in the beginning. And um it's still going the way you would imagine yeah. it would go with me being like very new. But like there are some times where um, it works. And that's one thing that I really want to get good at is the crowd work. Because the thing with doing crowd work is it's more fun than doing the written set. The written set is is cool. But like doing crowd work, like going up there with nothing and getting something out of it is just a really unimaginable feeling. It, it, I feel so fucking great. But like 
if I want to remember anything I did, I have to record when I'm doing crowd work because I do not remember anything. And, but you'll get to the point too. I feel because I kind of feel like I can uh, have a couple jokes that I know are crowd work jokes. Yeah. That you can say, and then it brings up the crowd work thing. Yes. Like it's a, like it's kind of like a pre-written crowd work thing where you know yeah. it's going to get them to talk to you, and then it's like the interaction begins, and that's where yeah. you, that's where the wittiness comes. You're just like fuck. Okay, I set yeah. it up. I better be able to finish it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's it's so insane. And then what I want to do too is keep writing because there are sometimes when like you'll be doing crowd work and the subject will go into one of your bits and you just look like fucking Louis C.K. up there just oh, like yeah, flowing exactly. through it. So that's another thing too. But I've been looking. Uh, I've been trying to get a lot of advice on crowd work and you know one thing i've learned is that you know you don't have to hit everything that comes at you keep getting information until you can build off that yeah. but then sometimes that back backfires on me because it'll just look stupid it'll look like i'm just talking to somebody in a regular conversation i won't get anything out of it or or like again like there's a, it's an audience base and then all of a sudden you're like trying to crowd work that one person yeah so exactly. they're the only one that's going to listen everyone else is like oh well tuned out yeah it's, it's great yeah exactly i'm glad yeah. you made him laugh yeah for <laughs> real <laughs> for real but uh no sometimes you know you do get something but that is something i do want to keep working on just to because i, I want to get good in like the different i want to stay challenged with comedy i want to try different aspects of everything like once i get a good grip on like the crowd work i do want to try doing stories and that type of thing yeah. because that's something because with the stories it's too technical for me to uh like pay attention because there's other things that i want to do and with the stories what i want to have is the last per minute so that way it's not like this long fucking thing and the payoff isn't good and yeah. people are like what the fuck did i just listen to that for yeah and then so, that's when the downfall i'll start talking yeah. then and they don't want to listen anymore exactly yeah so like the stories you have to you know really pay attention to a lot of shit that goes into those because like i have some wild shit that has happened and i you know i've tried i've tried to do a story once and it was at the garage and it worked but then i realized i was like everybody's drunk and coked up and so it's the garage yeah. yeah exactly so and, and it's yeah the way the garage works too is like more of a like a supportive kind of thing yes yeah like exactly okay this is what i've heard from uh, a couple of comics like like kill tony and stuff like that yeah like they they've always said that like Doing like garage type mics is fun and all, but everyone's intention is to find a punchline. Yes. So they're even if it isn't kind of funny, they're just like, eh, at least he tried. You know, they yeah. kind of get the the humor of you trying and stuff. Exactly. The garage is a little bit more brutal sometimes. Sometimes yeah. they're literally like, that shit was whack. Yeah. You know, you, do you know Steph won't not back yeah. down from saying shit sometimes? Man. Exactly. I know. Well, see, the garage is wild too because. I think that is the place where I feel the most comfortable on stage because like I'll do 10 minutes at the garage and it will not feel like 10 minutes at all. I've done a 10 minute set. Well, a 10 minute open mic at um, I think it was the German club and it felt like so long. Yeah. Like, but at the garage, it just goes by like that. It's it's the weirdest thing. But I mean, you know, I just have to get out more and keep doing it. Yeah. Cause, like it's like I've gotten used to the five minutes, but ten minutes is you just feel like you're up there very long, yeah. and it's I, I don't know it's a, it's a weird thing. And I like to think too, like uh, I like to think I have ten minutes of material, yeah. But technically, I only have five, and I'm stretching it exactly. <laughs> that's all I feel it, the same way. That's a, that's a like technically, I do have like if I were to time it, maybe about like ten minutes, but like. Doing it is a different story yeah, for sure. Some, some stuff comes out faster. Yes. Nobody laughs at that joke. So you're like, the third joke is going to be even worse. Yeah, then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for real. Like I tried doing 10 minutes at, um, 
it was uh, one of the Christian mics at like Monte Vista. And <laughs> I love how those are his mics. I know, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to one of the Christian mics. <laughs> well, I was all excited. I was like, yeah, I could do 10 minutes. <laughs> Nobody was fucking paying attention. I was like, I got off at six. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. this. But yeah, that dude hits so much, man. I'm, it is yeah, fucking crazy. So that's one thing he has over any of the comics yes. here is that he's hit more open mics than anybody in a week sure. span. Yes. Like, yeah. like he'll hit like 15 sometimes. And he's not even in a fucking city. I know. Yes. <laughs> yeah. like a, well, he's here. Yeah. Like he he was hitting Los Lunas. He's been wanting me to go with him to Los Lunas and shit. And I'm like, I, I want to go so bad too, but I always get out of work so fucking late. But. Yeah. That. And then just, I hate driving late at night that far. Yeah. That's why I haven't gone to Santa Fe. I want to go to Santa Fe so fucking bad, yeah. but it's like to they, drive back. My eyes suck. Oh, like, yeah. It's, uh, See, this is where Tesla would just be like cruise control. Dude. You just have to be like little aware. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Just, you know, fuck it. Like there's people that take that shit too far. Like there's some video that went viral. Some dude sleeping in the back. Yeah. He's fucking driving. Like I've seen some dude play guitar. Yeah. Like, you know, that's going to impale you. Yeah, exactly. You're instantly dead dude, when a car crash happens. Dude, it's fucking crazy. I saw these pictures on Twitter yesterday and uh, this girl had gotten into a wreck and she had a like an imprint of the Hyundai emblem looking perfect. But I was like, how, what's your hand doing when you're wrecking? Like, how? Oh, shit. Yeah, because like hers, I guess you can kind of see if you're driving like that, it hits you there. But there was another guy in like the thing where it was back here, another one back here. Like I'm like, how are your hands positioned right. when you crash? What was like, going on? Yeah. <laughs> it's like a rollover of 30 times. Like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's fucking weird, man. That would be crazy as fuck. Dude, for real. So um, uh, we were talking about it a little bit because I was like, uh, I want to stick with the car stuff. But yeah. We were kind of moving a little bit more into like future technology and stuff. Tesla yes. doing like, you know, the solar panels and stuff like yes. that. Yes, Starlink, all that. It, um, one of the things Elon Musk was talking about is the Neuralink, the computer oh, chip in your brain. Yeah. That's I haven't read up on that too much, but I think that's a little too far. What? <laughs> I want to. <laughs> Dude, that's like like it does it go inside? Yes, yeah, see, I'm I, it's hair like so they literally have to take a little piece of your skull off. Oh, see that's a little piece of your skull comes out and then they put like these wires that are hair like follicles and they all yeah. touch a certain part of the neuron in your brain and then it, that sends like an electric pulse or whatever to activate what needs to be done. So what does it do exactly? Is it like... Well, technically what it's supposed to do right now is to help people that have like paraplegic diseases. Like, you know, oh. they're paralyzed or maybe they have like bad eyesight or like no motion or some stuff like that. that yeah. Like neurological damage that can be fixed. That's fucking great. So they're starting to do that. Yeah. But it's going to get so good that it's going to be just like having Google in your head. So <laughs> like you'll just know all that shit? Yeah, you can just like have it there dude that is intense that that's pretty crazy i i don't know i don't know man that because technically we already are there like that's true we have our phone and we can look up anything yeah. anytime anywhere yeah most they're just the taking out the middleman yeah. right there yeah that, that's the thing is like they say the bandwidth from typing it in and and absorbing the information yeah it takes a little bit of time that's but true. if it's re- instant yeah in your head yeah i mean that that would be pretty crazy. Like, what would be the point of like getting a degree anymore? Yeah, and you know? this is my thing too. Like, what if it can actually keep, like uh, this is this is okay. This is a religious thing because yeah. you know people are like you're made a certain way. This is how you're supposed to be made. <laughs> yeah. But what if they can cure like psychopaths and they yeah. can cure like 
rapists and like exactly you know, all this stuff that like burdens the world and that's we're true. so scared of but yet Neuralink's you know makes better humans that's you know you're talking me into it now <laughs> that's crazy because what i was thinking is like like you know turning people into like robots yeah. you know the chip like in the head yeah, like your, cliche shit your arm is stronger yeah exactly yeah and, but yeah you still have information all, I guess yeah kind of like terminator stuff yeah exactly yeah so like but like with the like paraplegics and then like curing like the rapists and murderers and shit like that's pretty crazy and then like you know like i said you know people wouldn't have to go to college they wouldn't have to work hard in school or anything everything is there yeah like that would actually be a wild innovation it, it shows you how you know we're just another extraterrestrial like there's other extraterrestrials that already have this and we're at the beginning stages we're getting there how do like, you know they, they have this that's true. See, you know, you don't know this, but That's I like true. I like that you're speculating there might be out there. Yeah, I, I believe they are. Yeah, you for sure. Believe in aliens, one hundred percent. You're an alien yeah, believer. I am. Do you think they are out there or they are already among us? The, I don't know about among us. I believe you know they can't. They may have came here before. I don't know. Yeah, before. Okay. But I don't know if they're still here in politics, whatever. All yeah, because you, you know you see that's what I love is like yeah. you, you like try to joke about it. it's like I don't know politics stuff, but you know yeah. what I'm talking about Illuminati. Yes, reptilians. It's reptilians. There. Exactly. Yeah. They, we all saw the Obama footage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that one I'm not sure about, but like you know they've definitely come and like you know there's monuments that we can't explain like the pyramids and. And all that shit. I do believe that, you know, that could have had some help from Excellent. shit like that. And then they, there was something that I had read a long time ago to where from the Roswell uh, landing or whatever till now, the jump in technology is something that the earth has never seen before. Yeah. Like even within the Renaissance period way back then when it was a lot about the science and then the art and shit. But like from... When were the aliens here? Like it was in the forties or some shit. Till now, look at the amount of technology we have. Like it's what self-driving cars, fucking, fucking chips in the head, curing fucking right. people. Like cell phones, like cell phones. Look exactly. how fast the transition was from bulk, smaller, and now it's just like literally the palm of your hand. Exactly. Like, like fucking when uh, like flat screen TVs. Like it's like yeah, that we lived in the day where we still saw the projection tv yeah exactly big the big box and yeah. shit yeah we used to have well no we didn't we didn't i used to have one of the big ones that my auntie used to but we used to have like the big like uh big backed and everything because there used to be the big back ones that were really big and they looked real professional and shit yeah but we used to have the smaller ones with like the the concave like fucking screen on it okay but um yeah now fucking i bought my tv for like 200 bucks and something like that and smart tv right yeah smart tv yeah, yeah see and fucking when smart and tvs first came out they're probably thousands of dollars yeah, and now you can look up anything you want you can learn exactly. how to make a smart tv yeah. on your smart tv <laughs> exactly bro it's fucking it is so insane so how think, far it's come so do you think that's making us better humans or are we kind of like doing this whole uh like you know like self-destruction kind of thing we're just kind of like we're making ourselves to turn into something we're just going to kill anyways like Mutually a self-destruction. Mutually self-destruction. Yeah. I think there's a big duality in it, if that is the right word. I'm just throwing out shit. But there's good and bad with it. Because I like that. That's philosophy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thank you. But it's like making us more lazier. It is. But, you know, it's given us so much. And it's... So, what? see, that's the thing I hate is like... So, technology has not made us lazier. It's yeah. made some people lazier. Because have you seen some of the innovation in technology for working out? 
No. Like treadmills uh-huh. are way more sufficient. You really? actually have like these like uh, weightlifting systems that actually resist to the rate as you're going with them. Oh, so, shit. So like say you're pulling on them and then actually you're actually doing it so well. Yeah. That you can just keep doing it so easy. Then it knows automatically like, okay, time to make it harder for him. And the resistance gets harder. And That's it, wild. See, and it's, it's going with you and it's like a smart kind of exercise, which is, yeah. making, which is making you a sm- like a more durable – a uh, stronger human. Yeah, and it's a better workout. And we'll see what I was thinking. The reason I said lazy is because ninety nine percent of every people are lazy. Yeah, it, that too. And what I'm thinking is, it's everything is more streamlined. Streamlined, I guess, because like if you needed to look something up that you could look up on Google, you would go to the library. And now you don't do that anymore. That's true. Like there's a room on top of the main library where it's like uh through like newspapers and shit from like long ago there's yearbooks and stuff we don't need that anymore we have all of the yearbooks from or um newspapers from long ago fucking just right there at the palm of our hand so i don't know if it's lazy i do get where you're coming with from that point it's more streamlined like you know it's cut out the middleman for a lot of fucking things so so the things that people would have to have done they it's, don't need to anymore. Yeah, it's just so much simpler. So, yes. So they lose the effect of because like some people would like going to the library. I love going to the library. Walking yeah. around, seeing different books and stuff. Compared exactly. to now, where you literally can scroll on your phone looking yep. for your book. One hundred percent. You don't even need to buy books anymore. That shit's all on there. So, I, you know, I do think there is probably a lot more good than anything. I mean, I wouldn't imagine having to deal with all of that other shit, like, especially when it comes to, like, technical stuff. Like, now everything in stores is all streamlined, credit cards, all that stuff. Like, there's not, like, cash and all, like, typing in all the barcodes and shit. Like, so I think, yeah, I think there is a lot more good with it. Um, But then, you know, you get to that point where people, like, can abuse the things like the internet, like there's the dark web, like all of that stuff. So, you know, there is goods and bads with everything for sure. That That's that's the shitty part about it is that there is like the yin and yang of it yeah, all. There's exactly. always going to be that. Like it's going to be good, but it's probably going to be bad sides to yeah, it too. Yeah, exactly. Like the whole thing with like the freedom of speech, like does, you know, like how like the hate speech, for like you can't have somebody out here saying Nazi shit and everything, yeah. but like. I don't know. It like you give people too much freedom, there is going to be the bad things that come with it, I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm not well versed in that, but it, like yeah, it's what weird. I imagine. Yeah, but it's crazy. Like I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. Like, like um they were talking about it too. Like if you if you censor so much, then it's going to end up being everything's getting censored. Exactly. But you don't want it to be that way because you want freedom. Yeah. So that means you have to let the stupid shit fly. You That's have true. to let it come out so that it's overtaken by proper speech or like yeah. better ideas. Like we want if, if it's dumb, okay, let's talk about it. Why is yeah. it, why do you like it? Okay, well, as you can see, there's a majority of people that disagree with you and like yeah. you can have your opinion, but hopefully it doesn't end up in like a I don't know, violent state or anything like yeah. that. That's always the weirdest thing too, is like People get so like heated with their opinion. Like, oh, for you sure. see it all the time. Like, the left and the right practically want to fight each other because it's yeah. just talking shit about each other. Well, that's and that's a big part of like the debating too. Is you're not like the I, the reason for a debate is to find common ground, I guess. But you are so on your side that it's you're just not gonna get any points across. Like, I really don't see the point in any of that anymore. Like, it's it's all just 
just dumb. That's why I love comedy. It's a fucking great way to escape all that bullshit, you know? Yeah. Like, I've checked out with a lot of that shit. It's fucking uh, very ridiculous, man. People, you know, just have an open mind. That's it, you know? If every human had an open mind, the world would be so great. Yeah, it'd probably be <laughs> a lot more acceptance. That's for Yeah, sure. for sure. And I don't know, man. It's... It's fucking wild. <laughs> well, it's, it's crazy times we're living in, man. It is. It really is. And it, it just it's it's hard to think of like why though because like I don't know w- w- us not knowing anything really about our our history or anything like yeah where we come from and stuff like that yeah we don't really know what how we're supposed to interact with each other and why That's things true. are supposed to be a certain way like it's weird like it gets it weird like there's been a shit ton of uh, like more violence here oh like, yeah. lately and like I saw this thing where it said that we're like top raped cities i was like what is that what (laughs) exactly what dude it's intense man just yesterday there was a shooting in broad daylight in downtown like right by uh el rey like right in the alley back there like dude it's everywhere but then people will be like oh i want to get the fuck out of albuquerque go somewhere safer dude there's shit like that everywhere yeah it's all over because like i used to want the same thing too i was like i want to get out of albuquerque go somewhere that's nicer more safe but like you, you can't escape it. And then I met all the all you guys, all the comedy people, and I was like, I fucking love it here. Because yeah. I used to have a lot of hate. I did not like living here. I wanted to move. But um, after getting out, you know, every night, being with cool people, it's made me really like it. I don't I don't mind it, really. Yeah, and, and I love uh, – there was a com- com- comedian that was here a couple of years ago, not like two years ago, but he was here out of town. Yeah. His, uh, his name was Lloyd Lee. I don't think I met him. He's a really cool guy. But he always told me too, like this is the place to develop your style. Yes, for sure. Once you start getting comfortable with what you're doing, you can take it out there, and you can do. But going out there is gonna be a lot harder because, yeah, like just like like Jess kind of puts it in that sense too. We yeah. work so hard here that when yep. we go out there, it's gonna be like fucking cake to us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, see, and that's my plan too. Is I want to develop here for a few more years. And then eventually, you know, the dream would be to end up in uh, New York. You know, that'd be fucking awesome. But, you know, Why I have all to. all the short people want to go to New York? Because <laughs> it's big. We got more space. <laughs> it's man. a big city. <laughs> right. The big apple. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but uh, New York, it's funny because, like, I'll look up videos of people just driving in New York, just looking at the city. It's. It looks so fucking cool. Because I'm kind of like the opposite. I want to go to L.A. L.A. is fucking awesome. I want to hit that comedy scene where they're just like, oh, hey, if you're a comic, you might become an actor, too. Yes. That's what I kind of want to do. Like, I love comedy. Comedy's so great. But even when I started doing music and stuff, it's always about trying to be famous. Like, I want to be in front of a bunch of people. Exactly. And that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm just like, I love comedy. I'm working on the skill. I want to get better at making people laugh. But I want to get be able to look good in front of a producer so they're yes. like you are probably good for this role or this movie or th- whatever yeah and that's just another avenue that i'm trying to get with comedy for sure we'll see the thing with stand-up is i love stand-up it'll always be like my one love but there are other things that i want to do with it i view it as like a bit of a stepping stone because yeah. one thing that i would really love to do is uh, write screenplays and uh like uh direct movies and stuff i think that is such a fucking cool job and, um, you know, using comedy to get to that place would be fucking great. Yeah. But obviously, you know, I would love to, you know, be able to do comedy clubs, sell out comedy clubs, even theaters, maybe that would be fucking awesome. But like, you know, I would not I don't want to just do stand up, but, you know, and do other things. But the main thing will always be stand up for yeah. sure, because I 
I've gotten such a love for it. It's, yeah, it's a good stepping. Like, I never would have thought I would have been this much into it. Dude, me neither. Me neither at all. Like, I used to, like, I like school presentations and shit like that. Dude, I hated that. I hated group projects. I hated getting up in front of people. And it's, like, I even went through a phase where I was like, I have my friends. I don't want to meet anybody else. Fuck that. I'm going to stay home. And now it's, like, a complete, like, 180 or 360, yeah. whatever the fuck. Like, now I love 720. Whatever. Yeah, well, one of them. <laughs> like I love being on the stage. I love talking with new people, meeting new people. Yeah. Like I don't know where the fuck it came from, but it was just a complete switch. And well, you that's know. that's good too because if you really think about it, you're never really the same person you are from like even a couple of years ago. Oh, 100 percent. Like you just develop yes. so much differently over time, and it's yeah. just like that's great. Like you've embraced something that you probably never thought you would do. Yes, like at all, at all. That's true. Yeah, like I. Like have you uh, just um, I mean have no. you ever played in a band or anything? No, you I've ever, always wanted to. You've ever you've ever done stuff like that though, like you know, jammed with them or hung out with bands while they're not really. Um, well, uh, most of my friends are rappers, okay. so like I guess the that. music scene. Though. Yes, so you for have sure. been in. Okay, I do remember yeah. you were saying you you remember like the UBR or something like that, right? You were kind of been to those. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, but and you know people from those scenes. Yes. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that's um, it's it. The music scene is a lot different than uh, the comedy scene because there's a lot more uh, beefs. There's a lot of like sides you got to pick. That's like it's it's pretty fucking wild, and it gets fucking violent sometimes too. Yeah. Like it it gets really wild. But um, that's one thing that I love about comedy is it's real cohesive. Everybody is very different, but they all get along. Yeah. Everything's fine for the most part. And it's know? not like a ego thing either. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't think like a band that is like headlining. Yeah. They really don't always socialize or talk to the opening band. 100%. It's Com- completely different. Yeah. Here, yeah. here, like literally like again, Sarah Kennedy's. Yeah. Zach, Josh, they're Jess. all, they're yeah. all shaking hands. Yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's different. I like it. Uh, it's a lot less stressful than, uh, you know, having to, you know, deal with all that other shit. But, um, but you, you know, do music, want to play in a band. I do. I would love to be. One thing I've always wanted to do is uh, play bass. Because um, yeah. my favorite uh, musician, punk rocker, uh, is uh, Fat Mike from uh, NoFX. Wearing okay. a shirt. Yeah. Completely forgot about that. But, uh, yeah, and he uh, plays the bass and he sings. Always wanted to do that. That is so fucking cool. And, um, yeah, like, music has always been a huge part of my life. Um I uh, found, well, when I was little, you know, uh, my parents used to listen to, like, a lot of, like, country stuff and, like, um, pop stuff, and then I got into, um, like, uh, Slipknot, and I got into, like, all the things from that, like, Horn, yeah, like um, the new metal thing, the new metal system of it down, all that shit, and when I was about seven years old, uh, my cousin had picked me up once, um, he's a uh, probably the smartest dude I know. He's my, one of my favorite cousins. He's awesome. He's, um, lives in Seattle. He's a professor. He's great. But I remember he picked me up once and I was about seven years old and in the car, he played uh, the song time bomb by rancid, which is a, a great punk band. And since that day, punk has become my favorite genre. It is, uh, that's pretty much all I listen to. And, uh, rancid is great. I always, um, I mess around with uh, like my friends and everything. I'm like, I'm like the punk rock missionary. I just want to get that shit out to the people, yeah. get them listening to that shit. Like, but you know, like uh, my friend, I've told him so long to start listening to punk, and finally, um, he uh, heard some songs from like Bad Religion. He's been listening to a lot of Bad Religion. Feel like a fucking proud dad or some shit. Yeah, just like kind of passing the torch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, no, I fucking love punk. And the thing with punk is it's helped me out a lot in like the bad 
times in my life because listening to punk, it's very hard to be sad, especially if you're listening to something like Rancid, the upbeat fucking melodies and lyrics. Very hard to be sad and mope around when you're listening to punk. So, you know, whenever I'm, I've dealt with depression quite a bit, and you know, listen to punk brings you right out of that shit. You know, okay. and um, so yeah, it's I was listening to Misfits on the way here, like. Yeah, it's pretty much all these. But like, you know, I did go through phases where I love rap. Um, I love Lil Wayne, probably my favorite rapper of all time. Same thing with Tyler. I love them. Uh, but you know, I've haven't like uh, I, I went through a period of rap and I haven't gone back. You know, okay. like with punk, I always gravitate back to punk. So it's um, yeah, like now I don't listen to much rap. I listen to a Kanye song because I like nah. um, Playboy Cardi a lot, and he had this song with Kanye. And uh, I think it was called like Off the Grid, and I was like, "This is pretty badass." <laughs> but um, I think the reason why I like uh, Cardi a lot is because uh, he embraces the whole punk uh, aesthetic. And uh, you know, some people will call it um, like poserish or whatever, but yeah. I don't think so. I think he's doing a uh, he, he's he's just it's justified. Like, yeah, exactly. He's like representing he's, well enough. He re- it, that's exactly it. And he's living by like the philosophy of punk, you know, just not giving a fuck doing what he wants and to I do. And I think that's so true of like every music genre. They all do that where they all yeah. steal from each other like 100%. I was watching this stupid thing on Netflix where it's like ex- explained stuff to you and it's called, yeah. the, the show is called Explained, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's so dumb. <laughs> Anyways, they're explaining country music and then like what 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 counts as a country music song. Yeah. And then they're going over stuff like Little Nas X. Oh, okay, yeah. Right? Like it's is it country? I would I would say so. Say right. And it then, hit all the country uh top charts and shit. And then you end up seeing other uh like I didn't know about all these other country artists, but there's a country guy who's like rapping the whole time. He's not rapping like a rapper, but he's yeah. like he's like, you know, getting in the ball and trying to get in the round because you know it's time to see a damn I think I know who you're talking about he was on like ridiculousness or something but see that's what's crazy is that like they have that they're like I'm gonna take that A B B A B B rhyme scheme from rap with no like real like like melody or anything it's all just like repetitive lines that just sounds cool and I'm gonna put that in a country song yeah it's crazy to think that that Music can do that so much now Dude exactly And that's one cool thing that I like about the Misfits Is because when people write songs There's a lot of rhyming in it And there's some Misfits songs where shit does not rhyme yeah. And it's like the weirdest thing but You see that a lot in great. metal like in Yes metal, that's true Like a yes. lot of metal Like a lot of Cannibal Corpse albums don't that's rhyme true. at all It's just yep. straight like mutilation of death yeah. Find, the, find the putrid soul. I killed your mother. Yeah. Tell me more and more. <laughs> Priest of Sodom. Like, yeah. goddamn. It's, it's, so <laughs> it's, it's just how it's presented in the music. Yes, for I, sure. What I've always loved about that, too. Yeah. Yeah, Cannibal Corpse is wild, dude. I went through a phase where I was just reading their lyrics and listening to their songs, and that is fucking rough, dude. Yeah. Their lyrics are fucking wild. But it's their sound is just unlike anything I've ever heard. I, like most people, found uh, Cannibal Corpse through um, that movie Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, yeah. Where they're playing that. I was like, fuck. I had to have been like eight, nine years old watching that. And I have never seen like music where you could not understand the dude is just growling. And it sounded so sick. And my cousin was like, that shit sounds dumb. I was like, this is the fucking coolest shit I've yeah. ever heard. How could you not? Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. So I dove real deep into them death metal i still uh would like to explore that more but uh deathcore is great i love deathcore like thy is murder suicide silence that type of shit carnifex like um i remember uh like a few weeks ago i got i was uh diving deep into that shit like chelsea grin all that stuff okay like i go through weeks where 
it just kind of depends on what I'm going to be listening to for that week. But um, again, always gravitating back to punk. Multiple, like, multiple genres though. Trying to for keep sure. It fresh. Yeah, like I'm stoked to because I'm going to be driving to Phoenix, and I'm stoked to be able to like do some deep dives into some albums and different shit. Like uh, I've been uh, wanting to do a deep dive with like some of the Black Sabbath albums because I love Ozzy. Ozzy's fucking great. Dope. And um, yeah, like there's a song. Um, my new favorite song from Black Sabbath, it's uh, Children of the Grave. Yeah. Fucking nuts. Because anything, any song with a good fucking bass line, yeah. I'm going to fucking love it. Because the ba- that's why Rancid is so great as well, because uh, Matt Freeman is one of the greatest bass players to ever live. Yeah. And so hearing some of the bass, like in uh, Journey to the End uh, of East Bay or whatever the fuck it's called, the bass line, and that is fucking sick. Like, And that comes back to like Fat Mike being my favorite punk rocker and musician is he's the bass, and he always has wild bass lines. So I gravitate like you'll know I love I'll love a song if it has a good baseline for sure. Just something that gets you thromping. Yes, you just exactly. feel the beat and stuff. Exactly. That's dope. Yeah, it's awesome. There's man. so much of uh, that too when you think about it. Like fucking uh, Primus has a great bassist, the guy Les Claypool. Oh shit, I've never heard of them. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's what kind of freaked me out too when you're just like, you know that song, Chilling Good Dude. I've heard that album, Match of Reality, so many fucking times. Really? <laughs> Black. So, like, I'm a big movie, or I'm a big music guy. Like, yes. I listen to so much music. Like, oh really? my fucking God. I got into this really bad habit. I saw Breaking Bad. Like, yes. I'm a really, really big Breaking Bad fan. Me like, too. Like, really bad. Yeah. Like, I have a, That's dope. Have yeah. the tattoo or whatever. But I've seen that so many times. Really? That I've gotten to the point now, every time I watch Breaking Bad, I just turn off the volume yeah. and play Spotify on random. Oh, So whatever shit. song comes on. Yeah. And it... And just I'll be watching it and I'll just be like, oh, that's cool. Sometimes it syncs up. Sometimes it's yeah. not. Sometimes I know when I'm watching the show, I'll be like, oh, this is the scene where Jesse's going to fucking kill him. And then yeah. all of a sudden a song comes on. That becomes my new favorite song. Dude. Because of the way it just works so well in the show. I was just like, yeah. Oh. But the exploration of music blows you away because it does. I've uh, one thing I've gravitated towards is like trying to find anything that has great guitar sounds. So oh, yes. Kind of same sure. thing with you. You love bass and stuff. Yeah, just the other side of it. Exactly. Because yeah. uh, like there's this guitar player from the 1930s that blows me away. His name's Django Reinhardt. Never heard of him. Yeah. yeah. It's just, he's a gypsy guitar player who's like plays French, like he plays like jazz guitar. Oh, shit. But he was in like a really bad like fire like a fire accident and he burned his hand so he only plays guitar with two fingers that's wild but he's one of the fastest guitar players that he like does stuff that i can't even do yeah with With two yeah with two fingers so like seeing stuff like that i can't be like oh i'll never be good at this guitar or i'll never be good at trying music like it's got like the same thing with black sabbath Uh, i don't know if you know tony iomi yes his uh fingertips were cut off when he was uh working uh at a sawmill i didn't know that holy shit yeah so like he was about they were they were just about to release they're like oh we're going to go on tour yeah we're about we just got an album sell we're about it's gonna be amazing he had one more day at work and he he wasn't the guy that puts the metal on the metal sheet to get cut yeah he was the guy that takes the metal off so he was the next but that guy didn't show up so he had to take the job today and he's oh. like, okay, I have to do it. And he yeah. was doing it and it actually chopped off the tip of three of his fingers. Oh shit. So yeah. now he has prosthetic, like they're like kind of like, they kind of feel like fucking like wax almost. Oh, okay. But yeah, and he has three fake fingers and that's what kind of shaped the black Sabbath sound. No way. Holy Cause they shit. had to tune 
lower the guitar yes. had to be because it was too it hurt his fingers he was like fuck yeah. man the standard tuning sucks he had to get like thinner gauge strings yeah but even though if they're thinner and you put like a lower tuning to them oh it has such a great sound to them really yeah, yeah. And, and then you under you, you start discovering all these little things about music it's like holy shit that's why it became so dark is because yes. I was just in an accident. Dude, that's crazy. That is insane. And just the era that Black Sabbath like got like to where they are, there was so much of like the Beatles and like this happy shit. And then yeah. fucking Sabbath comes in with like this dark ass shit. It's so crazy. It really is. Like um Ozzy Osbourne is one of my uh like favorite like musicians too. That dude is He's so sick. Even that like he's still alive. Stuff. Yeah, exactly. Let, let's yeah. put that in the tale, dude. He's still alive. Real. Yeah, and he's sober. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> but how many other musicians that were younger than him have already died? Like David Tom. Bowie's dead. Uh, Fuck John it. Lennon. Um, well, he got killed. But. Um, Ronnie James Dio. Oh, I, Dio. I, yes. I honestly feel like don't get me wrong. Ozzy's great. I love the guy. Yeah. But when Dio came in to take over Oz, uh, Ozzy's place in Black Sabbath. Yeah. That was music, dude. Yes. He had a voice that sounded so fucking powerful. Dude, dude. Dio's voice is fucking nuts. And that's a big reason why I like Iron Maiden, too. The voice on, uh, I forgot his name. Bruce Dickinson. Bruce Dickinson, yes. Yeah. His voice, the range is just nuts. It's and his, so crazy. And then the stories, dude. Yes. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, listening to the stories is amazing. Yep. Dude, it's... I love those, uh, like, old metal. What is that? 80s metal or some shit like that? Yeah, it's like, kind of like 80s. 80s, 70s, classic, 80s, some classic, shit like that. Classic metal-ish. Yeah. And then uh, Pantera is another one I love. Fucking Dimebag, yeah. another fucking amazing guitar player. But yeah, that whole jo- genre of thrash metal was great. Yes, too. Slayer, all them. Mm-hmm. Like I've been looking up. There's this uh, Instagram page I follow. It's called F O A D Records, and what they do is uh, they find a bunch of like underground, um, like hardcore punk bands, like in Italy and in uh, like Tokyo and all that shit, and. Like the it sounds so like you you know like those low budget distorted gritty recordings it sounds like that and that's a big reason why I like the older punk stuff too is because of that sound yeah. that like grit to it and um, that one's crazy because it has a lot of thrash shit too and a lot of the stuff kind of reminds me of like Slayer and shit like that nice. just a more distorted sound. Well, you you've uh, heard of a uh, like Municipal Waste? Have I have, but I I haven't listened to them, but I have heard of them. That, that's yeah. kind of like that same like they have really punky lyrics. They're yes. like really I want down, get around, like yeah. really punky, but yet the riffs are so like thrashy. Well, I always see them on lineups with either punk bands or like more of like the deathcore like like arena and yeah. shit like that like another one a good example that i really liked in that era was dri never heard of them what no <laughs> oh my god that's a good one dude those guys were so sick that's the the crossover genre so like this is what was happening with thrash and punk yeah they totally didn't like each other oh okay thrashers and punk did not like each other at all yeah but then you had these bands that were making music that had the elements of both of them like suicide tendencies yeah oh yes Dude, exactly yes. they literally brought this punk attitude with these amazing guitar lines together and then Dude. that started a whole new genre called the crossover genre oh shit. and now you have bands like dri municipal waste yeah like, that just they have this like punk like vocal attitude but yes. yet the guitar is just so gritty and like fucking thrashy and it has so much melody to it yeah see you, i would love that because one favorite thing i have about punk is like the vocal the melodies and like that type of shit that's what gets me but with the thrash that'd be so fucking awesome yeah. i'm gonna definitely get into that municipal waste because i always see them everywhere yeah and i just never listen to them you'll yeah you'll love that shit and if you like 
the way you say you talk about like no effects and misfits and stuff. Yeah. Listen to some DRI. Okay, like, that's DRI, more, that's another one. Yeah, that's yeah. more of like that genre stuff too. Like Dope shit. I re- Hell yeah. I remember when I started to get into that stuff, it just like fucking blew me away. Mud yeah. Honey, shit like that. They, yeah. Oh man, that it again though, there's so much music out there. There is. There's a ton like of you, fucking music. You, dude. It's so hard to find like follow it all. Yep. Find find what you re- what find anything, like, oh my god. Exactly. And it's like that with a lot of punk albums too. There'll be like twenty four songs on that shit. Yeah. But like I mean the songs will be like a minute or two. What's some like what what are some new like punk uh, artists that you kind of listen to now? There's this new one, um, and it's it's more hardcore punk. And uh, they're they're called a uh, Life Crusher, and it's crazy because the singer is a girl, but her voice it sounds like she's being murdered. It sounds so great. She is just great. Like she has got to drink like down bottles of water after that shit because she is just screaming that shit. And she's from they're from uh, Sweden, I believe, but they are fucking sick. They're like really new, breaking out. And with punk, I've been listening to a lot of um, it, like the punk I listen to is a lot older, like two thousands yeah. before then, eighties, nineties, and shit. Um, oh no, um, this new band, um, they started a while back, but they have been like making their strides. It's a band called, a band called, uh, the bomb pops. And, uh, it's fronted by this girl whose name, her name is uh, Jen pop. And she is so fucking good. Their lyrics are really good. They have this song. It's called a zero remorse. And it's about that movie, um, where, uh, I think it's, uh, Thelma and Louise where they drive off the cliff or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. It's about that. And the lyrics are so fucking badass. And uh, their sound, like, um, I don't know, I've been, uh, like, the newer uh, bands that I listen to are, like, female-fronted, because I don't know what it is, they just it's have, hot. yeah, it's it's hot as shit, dude, it really dude, is. You gotta, like, you gotta listen to this band called Arch Enemy. Oh, I've heard of them, never yeah, listened to them. Swedish, uh, they're from Sweden as well, but they're yeah. a melodic death metal. Okay. She fucking is amazing. I hear the same about Ginger, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, I, dude, I would love that shit. When, especially, like, when they have that voice, and they're so hot, and they just fucking, yeah. oh, dude, I love that shit. There's a band that I listen to a lot now. Uh, they're not really punk. Um, I don't know what they really are, more popish, but they have, like, a band it's sounds so good there uh their name is against the current okay and uh they're really good um the girl her name is chrissy costanza and uh she like uh because i don't watch twitch like a lot but she is on twitch and she like will play like valorant and shit like that so i'll watch her on there but she is so hot and her lyrics are great they're fucking awesome and she has a great voice too it's not like screaming or any punk anything like that she just has a really good voice and they're not really that known i mean they they play at like House of Blues. They you know they're at that level, but they're not like topping charts or anything like that. But yeah, yeah. yeah, like a lot of the newer bands I listen to will be like female fronted. Like there's a band I've been trying to get into. Um, I just haven't really had the time. They're called uh, Bad Cop Bad Cop, and it's all female, and they have really good shit from what I've heard. But um, I found them because they're on Fat Records, which is uh, Fat Mike's label. And same thing with Bomb Pops. I ha- that's how I found them. Okay. And uh, he always signs really uh, good shit. Like, there's another band. Uh, it's newer. Uh, their name is uh, Get Dead, another punk band. Um, it's another dive that I got to get into uh, with them, but they're on Fat Records as well. But, um, yeah, most of the punk I listen to is, like, Misfits, Rancid. Um, Anti-Flag is really cool, too, for, like, political punk, Bad Religion, um, yeah, pretty much like, uh, you know, the older ones, not much new ones, but you know, I'll get into that phase every now and then. Is there anything that has been released from older bands newer now? 
Like, um, obviously, what No Effects hasn't released anything for. Oh while. yeah, No Effects. Uh, they released an album last year, I last believe. Year? Okay. Yeah, there's a really cool song. It's called uh, Birmingham, and I think it's about doing coke in Birmingham, England, or some shit like that. And uh, that's a fucking great song. He has another good song called uh, "Fuck Euphemism." It's about like, like, like the song is about him, and uh, because I guess he's um, like I don't know what he is like in like sexuality like based but it's a song about him kind of like saying what he is like when it in terms of like sexuality like he has this uh line he's uh he like walks into like this gay club and uh they said uh you're a sis and he's like i'm not a sis i'm a sissy so he's like going into that part of his life but like it's such a great song and um so yeah that album was really good and then uh rancid has come out with some new records but i haven't listened to them um, but their drummer, uh, their new drummer is really good. His, um, it's Brandon something. I can't fucking remember, but, uh, he's really cool. Uh, glad to see him on there. But, um, you know, rancid, uh, misfits hasn't fucking, there was a, like an era where, uh, Jerry only was singing and, uh, it was just complete shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, yeah, they haven't released much, but, um, they're starting to tour, not misfits, but like older bands are starting to tour. Like, um, I know the adolescents are touring. Okay. Um, oh yeah. And descendants released an album too. I've heard a few songs from uh, them. They're really cool. Like what's wild with, uh, the descendants and bad religion is the lead singers for those bands. They both have PhDs and it's in like science shit. I, I know that's a complete tangent, but, um, but I that, was talking to somebody about that yesterday. I was like, science is real punk, you know, yeah. <laughs> like it's cause, uh, like Greg Raffin from, uh, bad religion has a PhD in zoology. So like, so I don't know what, um, Milo Ackerman's is, uh, from descendants, but so they'll tour with some part of the year and then they go and teach and shit. Like yeah. it's. Fucking really nuts. The guy from Queen, he is a astrophysicist. Really? Yeah, Brian May. He's a yeah. Somebody was telling me too that uh, one of the guys from Pink Floyd uh, teaches in uh, in New York City, uh, and he has a PhD or some shit in like astro something. Yeah, I see. Don't know. So it's it's a I don't know. It might play a role, like you know, being that creative, just being yes. able to be that smart. For sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Because a lot of the time, like those people are geniuses, like, and they just go on to do other shit. Hey, buddy. <laughs> You're a genius too. I would like to imagine so now. No, no. Uh, you know what I you know what kind of I feel happens to us growing up? Yeah. Is that we get taught in a school system that's more for cattle. Yes, one hundred percent. We're not being enthused to learn. I hate exactly. saying this, but I didn't get smart till after I graduated high school. Yeah, one hundred percent. No. I Dude. wanted to look up more, I wanted more enthusiastic to find out about the world after high school exactly and i was like what the fuck did I, I wasted my life yeah dude in high school dude i didn't care about shit i was ditching smoking weed drinking it did not fucking matter after high school i started reading again i started because i love to read i like to uh, just learn about shit i love learning about history right, documentaries and, like, that just intrigue documentaries, you exactly like i don't know i think it's just i wasn't you know a, a school dude you know and some people are like my but sister it's not, see that's the thing though it's not that we're not school dudes it's that yeah. they just taught it kind of shitty because we're not the only ones that's true there's so much of us that like they don't go through the system the right way yeah so they end up maybe they don't even last as long as we do or they don't even go as far as that we went and then all of a sudden it turns into this like never-ending spiral of like bad bad credit bad family bad friends bad all of this stuff but it all could have started with just like here at school, you're a creative person. Be yeah. what you want to be. Exactly. It depends. I don't know. Maybe they do have like this like student criteria of how to develop a human or something. Yeah. But 
who knows at this point, right? Yeah, I think that is something that they should work on is just kind of reforming the way they go about school and the the Common Core, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Like they should restructure that because not all like there's people who are like visual learners, hands on learners. There's so many different types of people and it's catered to one type of thing. So it's just kind of like just knocking people like out. Like I after high school, I was like, I never want to go to school again. Fuck college. Fuck all that shit. And now after, you know, doing my own like studies with like reading books and uh like reading all that i'm like i might like to do that you know so it it just takes that like that thing of learning your way and i feel like that's a big thing that schools really need to take into account is that there's a lot of different types of learnings and it's not one size fits all type shit because that's like they wonder why the dropout rates are so hard like i'm sure every human has that level of curiosity that they you know if like it's if it's fed, they will feed into it. They will do what they need, what needs to be done. Like everybody, you know, everybody, that's the thing about being a human is just to further your knowledge of shit. That's how we became, that's how we found fire, how we got into the Renaissance and to fucking Tesla's and shit like that. Everybody wants to learn and wants to do something. It's just, you're just shooting kids in the foot because they don't learn in this specific way. They're like, okay, we're just going to fail you. And then they drop out and they never want to deal with that shit again. Cause I had terrible fucking schooling. I had terrible like times in school. I was always in trouble because I just couldn't focus. And you know, I just ended up ditching cause I just didn't want to be a part of it anymore. And like, just cause probably I had like ADHD and I was just a fucking asshole a lot of the times. But like, I feel like there should be, they should be more catered to the way different people are yeah more teachers fucking pay teachers more for god's sake yeah, when man. i say overcrowded classes like yeah you got like 40 kids and you only have one teacher like dude it's fucking ridiculous i, I bet you that's pretty hard like I dude 100 you man. even see differences when you have like college classes where like somebody's uh teaching an auditorium compared to an actual classroom yes. like you have more people that stayed in college more because it's a exactly. more like interactive experience with that learning facility 100 percent. but then again you know it, it can be just like state of mind or the will to want to do it yeah like that's it, true too like if you like i don't know i get in that state sometimes we're just like i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this and then yeah. all of a sudden I'm just like fuck i didn't do it no exactly <laughs> yeah that fucking procrastination shit will fucking get me too man that's yeah it gets tough to do shit that's why i'm surprised i've you know done so much with comedy it's i think it's just you know finding that one thing that you love and you do anything to fucking be with it to stick with it because like i was at a point too where i was just i would like everybody like daydreams and shit but i would fall asleep and dream about comedy it was the weirdest fucking thing and that's when i knew i was like i'm stuck in this you yeah. know and i I fucking love it. It's fucking great. It only gets better from here. That's what they say. 100%. And that's a big thing that, you know, gets me too, is I want time to move faster. I don't want to be that new person. I want to have years on me already. Sucks. You got to, man. I know. You just have to pay your dues. It really does. Yeah. I hear people say that all the time. They're just like, oh, man, I wish I was so good at this, or I wish I was so good at that. Yeah. When'd you start? Yeah. That's probably going to be why, dude. Yep. I mean, even if you do, you can be the most dedicated person ever, but yep. you kind of do have to put in the hours for it. You do. You really do. That, for sure. That philosophy, right? 10,000 or 100,000 hours. And yeah. You, you'll become a master. Exactly. Well, that's how I got, I was able to get comfortable on stage is because I, when I first started doing it, I was only going like once a month. I thought, uh, 
uh, Inside Out was the only place to do it. But then when I started going every day, like now I can get up on an open mic. I'm not nervous. It doesn't fucking matter. I could bomb and it's not bad. Yeah, you're not but, too um, upset. Yeah. But the only time I get nervous is like the book shows. Like yesterday, I was fucking nervous as shit. For what? It's an Alex G show. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, it's it's like different with the, the book shit. That's why I want to get more. And um, that's what's crazy though too is you see – what we work for yes like we work to get the book shows because the book shows are people that want to see comedy exactly for sure and that's why they always go great they really do because those people are going there for comedy yeah, exactly. they're not just showing up at a bar and like oh shit there's comedy or here. yeah it's like this this music this movie theater is open let's go <laughs> yeah. see what's going on exactly yeah like it's legit for comedy and that's where the best fucking crowds are like the rebel crowds yeah. like it's it's you know you just have to know what you're walking into like there's been times, a lot of times lately. Now it's starting to get different, but there's just a lot of times where people just walk in not expecting to see comedy. And like, you know, five times out of ten, you know, they're just not into it. They're not feeling it. But then there are those people that you do bring around. Like, well, that will come around. But um, now lately at all the mics, you know, people are starting to know that tonight is the comedy night. Like at Jake's, he'll be like, did you guys know that there was comedy here? And a lot of people are like, yeah, we knew that it was going to be here. So that's starting to you know, kind of solidify. The scene is getting fucking great here. Yeah, it really is. That's what's cool about it. It's fucking awesome, dude. I, I love it. And once we get that comedy club, dude, it's just gonna, because I, I remember I was talking with Sarah about this one day. She was like, there's the gap between what we do and Netflix studios. Like you were saying, or the movie studio studios, we just need to fill that gap and then connect them all. And that's like comedy yeah. club type shit. Like it would work out so fucking good because most, most movies are like, yeah, they're written in LA, but they're all getting filmed here. And in Atlanta, I guess there's some big uh, studio out there. Yeah. Everything's getting outsourced here. Cause it's so cheap to film here. Like filming in LA is fucking expensive. Yeah. I and mean, I could just imagine like, say some comics are like doing a comedy here, a comedy movie yeah and they're here for like six to seven months like yeah again that's where our avenue comes in we're like oh there's a comedy club here we get to meet them yep maybe exactly. get introduced you know get get our names tossed around that's yep. that's how it kind of works that's how it's supposed to work i guess yeah that's that networking shit dude that helps with so much it really fucking does because like that's one thing I've been trying to do more is just meet more of the new people like that guy. I think his name was Troy Allen who came here from New York. I was talking with him for a long time at the garage and just talking about New York and shit. But I love meeting other people now and just yeah. trying to see, you know, network. You know, if I go out there, I'll know him or some shit like that. But that's a big part of getting somewhere in comedy for sure yeah. is the networking. It's the hardest part, buddy. Dude, it is. It really is. <laughs> All right. uh, I got this thing for you here where... This is called random YouTube comment. So what? Hell yeah. So what happens is like I'm gonna bring up a comment, a yeah. random YouTube comment. Uh huh. You try to guess what the video is it from. Okay, cool. Okay, so this is this here it comes. This is the first random YouTube comment. Nice, from this person. What do you think this video is to? This comment. What do you think this comment is videoing to? I would think something that has to do with sixty nine. Maybe like maybe it's like a drone that pans out and there's like a big 69 like on a billboard or on like a like a, the alien thing. What are they called? The crop circles. OK, something with 69. OK, let's find out. Well, that was totally wrong. <laughs> I know. But this is a. Uh, J. Joel, what? This looks like in something else. Oh, yeah, that's uh, German, I think. 
Yeah, see? This was the only comment. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Is that a pig or a javelina or some shit? That one? I guess. And that's a pit bull, right? Dang. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do another one. This is another random comment. Okay, let's see. Great landing. Um, what do you think this is a video of? I like your RV. Great landing. First of all, what is this guy doing? Racing RVs? <laughs> yeah. Is he going off of 30-foot ramps? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what confused me. Like, if it was just the first part, I would be like, okay. Like, what the fuck is this? Some Tesla great, shit? Yeah, where's the great landing part? And then this guy's name. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what it, it probably is? Is you know how there's those videos, like, out in, like, redneck country or whatever, where they ramp an RV over cars and shit? That's what I think that is. You think this is? All right, let's yeah. find out. Let's find out what this is, too. What? Landing a KFFA first flight. Okay. That is the only comment. Yeah, it's probably like when he lands, there's probably like a fucking RV in there the or corner. Some shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't believe we did this. Dude, that's something my mom always wanted me to do is become a pilot. Really? Yeah, I was like, I'm no fucking way. You're like, look at how tall I am, mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do another one. There's another random YouTube comment. 1980. 1980. Daniel Le Lewandowski. Lewandowski, thank you. I'm just <laughs> Me too. Lewandowski. Well, obviously not. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Lewandowski yeah. over here. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, I'm going to say that has something to do with music. Because I got Misfits with something with Misfits, something punk. Something 80s were great for punk. Okay, I'm going to say it's softcore porn. Hey. Let's do this. Oh, there you go. You're right. Oh, shit. There's a couple comments on here as well. How does how does 1980 factor into that? <laughs> oh, I guess the samples. You think it sounds like 1980 samples? It, um... That is the answer. What the fuck? That was good. You guessed right, though. Hey, you guessed right. Yeah. If this was a game show, you'd want a point. Dude, I'm with it. Hell yeah. All right, I got another one. Let's do another one. Toby. I chew the flesh of my fingers and hear crickets in my pillow and see ghosts. What is this a video to? Jesus Christ. Okay, I chew the flesh off my fingers and hear crickets in my pillow and see ghosts. I'm... So this guy, Fuck. so this commenter is probably commenting on something really disgusting. Yeah, that's I'm, what I feel. I feel I don't know what's so disgusting about it. You know what I think it might be is like a video of a dog or a cat, and maybe they're just kind of personifying it. Toby, okay. Because Toby sounds like cat-ish. Like maybe. a cat name. A cat name. Yeah. All right, let's find out. Let's see what this bad boy is. Ooh, Ooh, shit, damn it. I wanted to know that one, day. too. Damn it. That just means it was probably vulgar and they yeah. had to get rid of it. Maybe like, we were right at first. Yeah. <laughs> Softcore <laughs> porn, everybody. Yeah. All right, let's do one more. This will be the last one from random video comments. Hell yeah. Oh, shit. Dang, I'm not reading all this. Damn, yeah. this is a three-year secret. I need part of my GS to be like yours. What does GS stand for? 
I have no clue. As a truck driver, cash is not an issue. Needless of parts, long live the GS500. With this upgrade, I will be reborn uh, reborn and respected once again. Trucker to be. So this has to be something, I think, with like a semi-truck. Automotive? But, yeah. But GS500, I don't know what the fuck that is. So, so you think it's like, I think it might be like one of those tutorial videos where it's like, okay, guys, we're about to replace the GS500 in yeah. my semi. Yes, exactly. Yeah, something like that. Oh, man. And then the name, Trucker to be. <laughs> That's cute. That is cute. Shout out to Trucker to be. All right, here we go. Let's see what this video is. Oh, what Whoa. the fuck? So something on a motorcycle then. Is that, a lot, is that a lot of horsepower for a motorcycle? Um, I don't know shit about motorcycles. 69 horsepower. It's like going 100, right? 105, something Holy like that. Holy shit. Or is that just the speed? No, I think that's the RPM. The RPMs. What the fuck did that have to do with trucks? I don't, I'm not. There's a quite a bit of comments, so. But yeah. As a, he's like, as a truck driver, cash is not an issue, so yeah. I can buy whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, that's hilarious. Dude, know. I've always wanted to uh, ride a bike like that. But the thing is, is if I wreck on that, I weigh 120, I'm flying off that. Out of there. Like, dude. And then, two, there's only one bike that I know where I can fit flat-footed, and it's the Ninja 300. Oh, shit. And uh, everything else, there's no way. I, what is I that, the Fisher-Price brand? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I would imagine so. <laughs> fucking training wheels on a fucking sports bike and the shit. Kawasaki <laughs> Fisher-Price. <laughs> That's so crazy. Dude, real shit, man. All right, let's see. Um, I have, like, two more things we can look at right away. This yeah. is uh This is... This is called My TV 2000. So all it is is just like back in the day. Remember when you were watching oh, retro TV? Yeah. So all it's going to do is just show you cha channels and stuff, and we can go through it. Oh, shit. As if we were back in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> what would you say to an oil company? Geez, I'd say your product's a necessary evil, but we all, we all use it. We all partake in it. We all enjoy it. Um... Some are important and some are well, but these are the signs of success because the road to Des Moines has a wild nostalgic feel. There we go. See, Hell yeah. This is back then. Do and to celebrate, we're giving away some really cool Nintendo prizes. All right, guys, for the rest of the podcast, we'll be watching this for two hours. <laughs> right? <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Dude, this brings me back to like a bowl of cereal, sitting cross-legged, fucking just watching this shit. Everyone else is asleep. Yeah. Seatown <laughs> Supermarket in Stratford brings you around Jesus the world Christ. with the widest. Damn. Really, you know, full of books. So this is what I like about this. Um, about this. Um, this website is that it actually gives you all of the. Holy shit, from TV. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s? Yeah, That's so, fucking wild. So you can see stuff that was going on then as if you were watching TV back then. It's, it's pretty cool. See, look at that. Look at how much static because yeah. there's nothing on. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look at how weird these Dude, people look. This is insane. These are aliens. I don't know what everyone's yeah. saying. <laughs> this is like the closest thing that will come from to like time traveling. Like, dude, there's videos on YouTube that are like in the 1800s and people have colorized them and made them HD. And it looks like you were just transported back into that. Really? Like, dude, it is the craziest thing. Like, I saw this video once of a snowball fight in like the 1800s and it looks insane. You think I have it on YouTube? I I believe so, yeah. So we'll say snowball fight 1800. Like, this is like the time travel that we have in our generation before it gets to the point where we're going back to like dinosaurs and shit. Yes. See, look at this shit. Crazy to think that everybody in that is dead. Dude, this is the craziest shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a Monty Python movie. Right. Jesus. That is crazy though. Nine, eighteen ninety seven. Dude, that's exactly a hundred years before I was born. Really? Yeah. Is that why you remember this? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> this <yeah>. video. <laughs> and to think that wasn't they. They say like the time frame is not as far as it like. Like it's not that big of a jump, you know. Like, no. A, like again, like this was going on back then, and then you come along. Yeah. Exactly. Dude, it's it's so wild. And then, like, in terms of how young our planet is, too, like, the billion years that we've been alive, it's literally, like, a blink, a fraction of a blink within, like, the times that other planets have been around. Yeah. Like, it's so crazy to think about that shit. Yeah, yeah the fact that those other planets are, like, you know, that that light print is there from like billions and billions of years ago. Yes. That's the only reason why we see it. Exactly. So that blows me away. Just like the, the light spectrum and like, or being able to see a starlight and then knowing that like, Hey, that's actually been there for a while. Yep. It took us forever to see it. It's probably not there yes. anymore. Yes, exactly. But yeah. you know, we still see it because of the, the data that it takes yeah. for it to come to like us. the light years and shit. Yeah. yeah, dude, that is insane. I it can really never, is. I can never comprehend that shit. I'm just like, fuck dude, man. No. So mind blowing. I, I can barely fucking take mushrooms and think about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Intense shit. Dude, it's fucking wild. Anyway, Jake, uh, yes. dude, been here for like an hour and forty five minutes. Perfect. Heck yeah. We should, Damn, that's a long time. That went by. Yeah, it was okay. It could have been better. Yeah, hey, yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was a little upset. We didn't talk about, you know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next time, man. Uh, we got next it. time on the show. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, Jake, do you have anything to promote? Anything you want to let my fans or followers know that they can find you? Um, I mean, you got shows coming up everywhere, but come on, tell us where we can find you. Yeah. Um. So I open mics all the time. Uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, Jake Jake Otero. I'm trying to build that up. Um, I'm on Facebook at Jake Otero. And then I do have a YouTube channel. It is uh, Jake Otero Comedy. Oh, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. I uh, just added another video today. Um, I haven't posted it anywhere. But, um, or anywhere. Um, but, you know, I'll be putting that on my Instagram and everything. But go subscribe to that. Um, I'm going to try to post something like every week or so. So nice. Like comedy-wise? Like, yeah. Yeah. So expect more um, just open mic videos and expect shit. Expect more Jake. There expect more Jake. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Just uh, go follow that YouTube and my Instagram for nice. sure. Hell yeah, guys. You guys know what's up. Uh, go follow Jake. Go do all that good stuff. Uh, and this, you know what to do here. Just 
hit that like, subscribe. Make sure to follow Muse Me TV. Google Muse Me TV. I swear to God, it'll probably be one of the first things that pops up. Hell yeah. Um, anything else you want to add? No, thank you so much for having me, man. I've been wanting to be on this for a while. Cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. We'll we'll get you on again, man. I mean, Perfect. there's always something to talk about. That's what I, for like, sure. Like there's everyone thinks like, oh, you're gonna have me on. What are we gonna talk about? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know much anything. Yeah. yeah. And then talking about cars. And <laughs> when you come back, I still don't know what we're gonna talk about. Yeah. So <laughs> it was good to have you, man. I learned a lot. Uh, you're an interesting dude. Thank you. Maybe, we'll, you. maybe we'll start a band or something. I am with we'll, it. I, I can get you to pick up a little bass dude so, fuck well, yeah you're as tall as a bass it's crazy <laughs> exactly i am dude it's crazy <laughs> Fucking <A. laughs> all right guys you guys are awesome you guys know what to do tune in next week or tune in whenever the fuck i have an episode you guys are awesome peace yeah. bye later uh,